0: Welcome to Nintendo Dad's episode 322, recorded on April 15th, 2021. On tonight's episode, we welcome our special guest, David Reed, the gaming dad, and we discuss the Indie World Showcase, the Pokemon Go events for this week or this month or whatever is coming up, and your community questions. Jesse, you know what to do.
1: What's up, everybody? It is episode 322 of Nintendo Dads. I am Marty Estes, and we are ready to dive into what has been a pretty interesting news week for Nintendo this week with lots of things uh, to talk about, like Indie World, a brand new Switch that confused a whole heck of a lot of people on what color it is, as well as your questions and what we've been playing. But before we dive into that, uh, we want to welcome our normal well, they're not normal, but there are regular group of uh, folks here on the show. Tim, off, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing great. I'm
0: uh, just get as usual, getting through the week, uh, doing my work, and looking forward to tonight to talk about the latest games, especially yeah. one that I'm excited about that I can't wait to talk about tonight. So,
1: so yeah, so I watched the indie world uh, yesterday. I waited, held off, and watched it with my son at home instead of watching it at the office and sneaking it like I normally do. Uh, but uh, my wife watched it with us and she, like the whole time she was just like playing on her phone. I'm like, are you not seeing these incredible games? And she was like, yeah. So I'm glad that I have you guys to talk to tonight. You know, that's, that's, I mean, like I was even like, look at that one. That's one we can play together. You would love that. She was like, yeah. Uh. You know, and then she went back to her uh, history or pop culture podcast or whatever it was she's listening. To. She doesn't listen to us, but she listens to them. So, I, no, that's that's a whole other.
2: you have to come talk therapy about
1: session for another day. <laughs>
2: uh, Jesse Waldack, how you doing tonight? Pretty good. You will have to talk about it next time Zach's on or something.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he can be my uh, he can be my uh, discount therapist. Uh,
2: w- one of our projects that we've had going on for work, like. Went into testing almost two years ago. Went into limited pilot last year. We tried to go to put it into production in the late January, early February. You know, and it finally went into full production this week. And I am so exhausted. <laughs> and I thought you were, gonna say, I think you were going to say. I thought you
1: were going to say, and it failed this week. And I was going to be like, so you've been working on the Johnson and Johnson
2: shot? Uh, no, but uh, what, what no. <laughs> But uh, the, 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 soft, the, develop, the software release was successful, and we're, we are seeing a lift in our numbers because of it, finally. Cool. And now we'll uh, finally work, work on expanding that. I, I had lunch today with one of my coworkers,
1: and he was like, yeah, so my wife and I got that Johnson & Johnson shot the day before they paused it. I was like, you yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's okay. You grow a third <laughs> arm, or or whatever. It, you'll be cool. It'll be, it'll be all right. You can grab, you know, extra things when you're coming in from the grocery store." <laughs> I don't know. Uh, also joining us on the show this week, a very special guest. We are so excited and honored to have David Reed, Gaming Dad, with us. How you doing, David?
3: Hey, man. I'm doing good, man. I'm so glad to be here, man. This is uh, really exciting for me. Man, a great week, man. Just been working really hard, man, trying to, you know, promote my channel. And I'll do a bunch of other things besides this here, man. I I guess you can call me gaming dad of everything. So I'm I'm on like,
1: I like it. And we're excited that you are here. And later on in the show, uh, we want to spend some time shining the spotlight on you, telling uh, everybody where they can find you, uh, how they can follow along with what you're doing, because you are doing some really cool stuff. And uh, you and Tim are state buddies. That's right. Yeah, you're you're Still you're blue. like actually kind of close to each other. So
0: well, he's that's not right. anymore, but right, he I'm is from in, Detroit, in Georgia. He right
1: is now. from that area. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's Sorry, well, he's closer. To, he's more stage. of a neighbor of you now. <laughs> he's uh, he's coming from a, to us live from an undisclosed location <laughs> <laughs> in the space. Uh, in apparently, space. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, guys, we got a lot to cover from the indie world and also some other things. So let's dive right into it, shall we? And our news each and every week is brought to us by you find folks over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can jump in and be a part of this awesome community that we are building. Uh, Just like 116 people that have already uh, joined in and are helping us out over there, uh, bringing you all the um, weekly shenanigans. Uh, It's really cool. We were just talking right before the show. We were telling David uh, about uh, just kind of how, like we started as this one show, and through this community, we've been able to branch out to a whole uh, Nintendo Dad's family of podcasts with uh, Dad Crossing and Dad's After Dark, and the Dinner Table, and now Retro Logic joining us. Uh, and guys, if you are not listening to those shows as well, you should add them to your podcast feed. Now, I know Dad Crossing and the Dinner Table comes across in its own in our podcast feed. But you need to go and add Retrologic and Dad's After Dark. They have their own feeds. They have their own things going on over there. And so go check them out. Uh, Dad's After the Dar- After Dark is now coming to you bi monthly, uh, is right? Or weekly. they were coming to you bi monthly. Dad's
2: After Dark is weekly now.
1: It's weekly now. Yeah, yeah. they do their I'm main sorry. show
2: every two weeks, Don, and then they have like a little yeah, smaller filler show the they their off weeks. The Twix. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, d- John is gonna. He's gonna let me know that I messed that up <laughs> uh, if he hasn't. He's probably in my mentions already, and that's okay. Uh, they're every week. Um, uh, actually, re- re- <laughs> actually, uh, Retrologic is every week as well, and you can head over to uh, Dan's store, which is also called Retrologic on eBay, and uh, find some of the the best priced, cleanest, most reliable retro games and gaming mm-hmm. consoles.
0: Uh, I was able to pick up to him my first, very first games I built from him, uh, not built, uh, excuse me, a beat for the Super Nintendo, which was, yeah. the you know, Link to the Past and Super Mario World because I didn't have the original cartridge for this. I haven't had them in a long time, so I was able to buy them from him.
1: I wish 40-year-old Marty sitting on this podcast right now wishes I could go back and slap the ever-loving Jesus <laughs> out of 14-year-old Marty. Who was carrying this giant cardboard box full of NES and Super NES games? Oh yeah, yeah. Into EB Games back in the day, so I could trade it in for brand new stuff. Yes. God, I slap him so hard
0: every every <laughs> time.
1: What are you doing? Stop it!
0: Just go back uh, in time. Every time that thought came right. across the sell a system in some games. Yep. Time, you know. Uh, I Hold on to t- it,
1: y'all. I traded in a ton <laughs> of stuff to get a Game Boy Advance. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie.
0: Yeah. But I, I had to trade in a lot of stuff in order to buy that it's next thing, too. So, it, I mean, like it's I just how it works. To,
1: I think back to what I had, and it's because I was an only child, y'all. So I just be like, oh, Daddy. <laughs> no, no, David, look. Growing up, <laughs> I had a Super Nintendo, a Sega Genesis, and a TurboGrafx-16.
3: Oh even listen, you listen. You was you was He was way. that
0: kid. He was
3: that I was kid. that
1: kid. I was that kid. <laughs> yeah, except I didn't have any friends to share it with. <laughs> or any or any siblings. So that's okay. No, I, no, I just
2: No Neo Geo's a with games. that cost $150 per game. <laughs> oh,
3: that, yeah. Listen, that Neo Geo was crazy.
1: I uh I actually almost had a Neo Geo and we won't talk about that. But uh there's very few systems I've not had. The Neo uh, I, Geo Sega Sega Saturn I, are, are some of them.
2: But 15 years ago, I had the chance to buy a Neo Geo arcade cabinet that had the six slots for like cheap, like damn near zero, like 150 bucks or something like that. I just, one, didn't have a way to move it, and two, didn't have any place to put it because I was still in a, a two-level duplex at the time. Mm. And, now,
1: and I, now the universe has smiled on you and you have baby Pac-Man. I do. So And, so and, and a main go.
2: cabinet. But I can yeah. still emulate those games. So that but you still, can, you can play Neo Geo on. It's <laughs> right. More but than still, six slots. <laughs> I wouldn't have want, I, I don't, wouldn't ever want to buy an arcade that only has one game, but still, you know, six games and with, that's easy, easily exchangeable with cartridges. And in fact, the, the arcade cartridges are cheaper than the home system cartridges just due to volume and, and, yeah. uh, but oh well, that'll never happen again. I'll never see that deal. I'll tell you <laughs> what. <laughs>
3: I will tell you one thing, I I thought about buying one of those one-up cabinets, but I think I'm gonna pick up one. The Killer Instinct one, I'm I'm definitely oh, yeah. picking up. What other games oh, man, are on up. that one? Do you oh, remember no. that? I don't oh, no. I don't you know. Just I just ro- know. You just you oh.
1: rocked my world. They're doing a Killer I Instinct. I just gotta
3: have Killer Instinct. That's all I need. I'm telling you, I I, I spent I'm looking plenty it up of right money, one-up, plenty of, of coins on Killer Instinct. Oh, so you you want one, buddy,
2: or they're making one, and you're thinking about buying it? The, the, oh no, it exists.
1: Yeah, uh, it exists.
2: Oh yeah, sure it does. Oh, it's just Killer oh, Instinct. Gosh. I don't, it, don't uh, care. Yeah, I don't, don't care. Right, listen. Okay. I, I said the same
3: thing. I, I don't care. Actually, I, that, that's, was, that's coming in the
2: house. It was the release of those arcade one-ups uh, that inspired me to bup, 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 to buy and build the full size kit because I don't like this the three quarter size. I feel like I'm munching over and I'm not <laughs> no, 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 tall. I'm no, only no, five no, four. Guys, They have stands for them.
1: It it does not just have Killer Instinct. It has Killer Instinct two. And Battletoads. Oh, and see, but, okay. It's right. a, a winner. Bonus games hidden as Easter eggs.
2: Oh, see, listen. Yeah, but this is a It's, weird. Rare. it's rare. But why. yeah, that's an extra $100. That's that's a lot for- a Oh,
1: I got, I'm going to have to have this. I got to have it. There's I only have... one other one that I want that almost made me jump. And that was Indiana. the X-Men. The X-Men arcade game. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh, yeah. The old beat-em-up. Yep, I, I I played so much of that back in the day.
0: The one that almost made me jump, but again, it was the same thing with Jesse with the space was the Star Wars one. I wanted the Star Wars Ooh. one, Ooh. but just the space.
1: Well, this Killer Instinct one is sold out or it's just they've announced it and it has not.
3: Yeah, it has, it has not. It, they haven't sold it yet. Well, they just um, announced it.
1: Put my name I'm looking on at the all availability these list. Yeah, right oh, yeah. Now.
3: My name is on that list.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been registered. Thank you so much. Dude, <laughs> you are already dropping knowledge on the show that I didn't even know about. and uh, we're not even in the news yet. But uh again, head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and jump into the community. We would love to have you over there. We are four away from one twenty. Who's gonna be number one twenty? That would be it would be awesome uh we'll we'll shout you out on the show anybody, Marty, I, anybody, I have to
0: interrupt i'm sorry there's no, a sit ahead. down there's a sit down version of the star wars limited edition seated arcade game there's a sit down version of it
1: so look, yeah. a, call me when they get the luigi's mansion sit down call me
0: oh <laughs> uh,
3: you know you played look, that
1: yeah, look, yeah play they, that? they
3: have it they have it down here in uh in georgia Mm-hmm.
1: But no, I'm yeah. talking about like the arcade one up that I can buy and bring home.
3: Oh no, they don't have that yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we played. My son and I played it at uh, Dave and Buster's before all this pandemic crap, and it's man, it's awesome.
0: You got NBA Jam four players, right? NBA Jam. Oh listen, my gosh!
1: Listen, right. right. <laughs> and it's online play. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. when
3: I was in college, man, NBA Jam was my yeah my go. That was your jam. Super <laughs> Nintendo. Oh man. Yes, I, think I, I, I beat plenty of um, people in that game. Plenty.
0: All right. I, I, I had play. to leave the, I had to leave that page before <laughs> yeah, I stopped the show again.
1: <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, I was a Pistons
3: fan, you know. We yes, to of You got
1: you to. If you're playing the original NBA Jam, you got to pick the Bulls every time.
3: Uh, no, Jordan s- and no, Pippen. No, Bill <laughs> Ambert, Isaiah Thomas. That's it. Yep. We just shoot threes.
2: Uh, we need a dunk. We need bad boys
1: I love it. It's been years since I played NBA game, <laughs> but man, it was good. Uh, when, hey, let's talk.
2: When that game what? was new, I, I lived in Minnesota, and not knowing anything about basketball, of course, I would normally pick the, 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 the Timberwolves, which was like the second worst team in the game. Just
1: look at the numbers, Jesse. I mean, just go for the numbers. I mean, that's all you have to do. That's, I, I, that's how I play sports games. Well, I I've, I've learned but, since then. Well, this team's but got a 99 ranking. Okay, great. All right. Uh, well let's talk about some uh games that were announced this week. Nintendo dropped a surprise announcement for Indie World on Tuesday and then followed it up with a presentation of, of roughly around twenty minutes on the fourteenth, in which they announced uh let's just count here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh about twenty games.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. some of those of which only one was a game we've knew about known about. And we got that's a better and we, we got a release date and uh three out today's. Yeah, four it was a f- f- three or four. I forget now. <laughs> well,
1: anyway, yeah, three three out today's, uh, as well as some demos available as well. Uh, and so I just you know, David, how we do this when when you what we've typically done in the last little bit is that we don't just kind of go in and drill down and and break into every game, right? Because people can watch this on their own. Most people that are are listening to the show or watching on YouTube or Twitch right now, they probably. Uh, watch this on their own already. But we just kind of talk about our highlights Oh yeah, uh, and what stuck out for us. And so uh, just for the sake of time and because there's four of us tonight, I'm going to say this. Top three games that stuck out to you in this presentation. All um, right. Top three. Whether it, was, whether it was something that they spent and lingered a little bit on or in the montage at the end.
3: L- uh, okay, Let listen. I'm going to start with the montage at the okay. end. The House of Dead remake, man, do you not know. I said... That dream it gave me Dreamcast feels. I felt butterflies in my chest. I was like, but they just kind of just threw it in there real quick. I was like, man, what what's going on here?
1: That's kind I of mean, a big deal to
3: just throw in there real quick, right? Right. I was like, man, this this should have been like a highlight. Yes. Well, I'm just glad that it's announced. We know it's coming, and I'm definitely looking forward to that second okay. game. is the game by Konami. Uh, was it Getsu Fundam? Ah, uh, listen, don't listen. Oh, I will yes. names. I'm oh yeah,
1: Getsu Fuma highlight. did.
3: Yeah, there it is. Uh, Undying Moon. <laughs> but yes, that game right there, I said, oh man, I'm sad it's coming out next year, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. But I heard it's coming out on PC. Looks like beautiful. Looks beautiful.
1: It uh, kind of reminded me of the the same art style that's been used lately on uh, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection.
3: Yeah, is, exactly. It gave me that same kind of vibe. I just, you know, I, I just like those kind of games. But now, and, um,
1: did you know that that game is a sequel? No. The original Getsu Fumiden came out on the NES. Wow. And wow. it is it is credited, they a lot of people credit it as the inspiration for Teenage the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on the NES and Castlevania 2 for wow. being like the the metro, you know, like kind of the back and forth, you know, maze light type type thing and so uh, this this one is is going to be more roguelike and is going to be you know, a little like variant when you when you play it, but yeah, it's the, it originally came out in 1987.
2: <laughs> so my my uh-huh. first thought was, why is Konami in an indie showcase? So I'm looking. I looked it up. Yeah, they're yeah. they're flagged as the publisher, but the developer isn't shown. So hmm. depends on who's who. Developed so
1: by that uh, by that thing, can Nintendo publish an indie game and be in
2: the indie develop in, in the indie world? Well. There's, yeah, I think I did before. There's a, there's a question that I think we'll let us, we'll let, let later on in the show that'll let us drill into that okay. question. We'll, okay, We'll touch that later. All right. All right. Uh, sorry, David, I interrupt you. What, what's your third
1: one there? My,
3: my third game is, um you got to give me two, man. You got to give me two. I, Aztec, will. I
1: will, because Aztec you are a guest. Two, two more.
3: All right. <laughs> Aztec was a good one, man. But to me, my favorite of the show, man, was TMT, man. When they announced Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles, I was like... Yes, I like you. Kind of knew it was kind of coming, but when that trailer dropped and they gave us some more gameplay, I was like, "All right, I'm ready. Come, come take my money. Just go ahead and get it now. Where, where can I pre order? Were, were you get hoping ready. for
1: an out today,
3: huh? Oh, were oh you hoping
1: out today. Like I was <laughs> saying at the end, it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is out today.
3: <laughs> Look, so- you know what? Uh, but I really hope they. They have a physical version. I hope limited runs. Or somebody, that's that's one of them games you just gotta have. Like I, I, I just my fact, my uh, copy of um, Scott Pilgrim is coming in the mail, and I got that off limited runs. I so good.
1: This so, so so good, good, man.
3: So so good. Um, definitely. I want think that uh, this
1: this game being uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong is the don't do, do, Timsu or, or Dometsu or whoever it is that did Streets of Rage four. Yep. Is involved with this. And I think that that means this game is in good hands.
3: Yeah. I agree.
1: I agree. All right. So, Teenage Mutant the Turtles. And what's the last one?
3: No, I get I, Aztec. Aztec. Oh, Aztec.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to, I actually want to talk about that one for a minute because I really thought this, why would like I, the first thought I had looking at it, like, especially, there was a shot in the trailer where the the, the protagonist was fighting uh, the, this boss, and it fell over, and mm-hmm. it was all like all dark. And but like just I was looking, at it, I was like, "This is an indie game."
0: Yeah, and I don't <laughs> yeah. mean
1: that as disrespectful to indie games, but I was thinking like this thing looks like triple A. I mean, you yeah, know, it looked, had it looked
0: impressive. It looked impressive. very
1: polished. I I think that one's like for me, Aztec was the dark horse of the entire yep. presentation, because I think there'll be people who they'll, they'll like, they'll see it now and they'll go, okay, okay. But then they'll sleep on it when it comes out, mm-hmm. because that's going to be one that's, I, I, this happens all the time. It's probably going to get sandwiched between a bunch of big releases and it's, it's going to, and then people are going to be like, Oh, Aztec, why didn't it sell better? Well, it came out around, came out know, the day
3: before Zelda
1: <laughs> right? right. <laughs> it came, came out the same day Mario golf did or, or whatever.
3: Oh, yeah. oh, oh man.
1: Cannot wait for <laughs> Sorry.
0: All
1: right. All right. Uh, so, uh, Tim, what about you? Top three from the from the indie world.
0: Uh, so it, a lot of I think I'm going to try to say something different because a lot of those are the same. I'll say I'm not going to include Fez okay, because so that maybe
1: was, maybe what stuck out for you or three yeah. games that stuck out for you.
0: So I'll say Fez because I've been wanting that one to come for a long time to the Switch because to me it's been stuck for me on the Vita. I know there's probably other it's been places to play. Stuck you on the play.
1: 360 for me.
0: Yeah, so uh, I was I was really happy that the that my guess from the day before that I, that I said I hope Fez was coming <laughs> did come true. So I was really happy to see that. Uh, also with the House of Dead to uh, remake, uh, I'm really excited because my son and I have been really getting in more and more involved with games together. So that one, he's been having a lot of fun with zombie games. He's actually been going through the, uh, um, the oh, shoot, the telltale games, uh, walking dead series. Uh, you remember those games? Those, the, the walking oh, yeah. dead, the uh, telltale games. Oh, yeah, telltale know. games. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. He's been playing those and he just finished season two. So he's looking for, he's been begging me to get season three because I only owned we, season one and season two. So, <laughs> mm. but uh, yeah, but he's into the whole zombie thing. So I'm looking forward to that. But the things that stuck out to me the most was uh, um, besides Aztec again, because you guys brought it up skull, the hero slayer looked mm. pretty cool. I like the, the mechanic behind the heads, changing the heads and stuff like that. Um. And uh let's see Ali ali world interested me too, because of being i like the ali ali games, uh but being a skateboarding game, but like platformer skateboarding game, you know with a with a story seemed very interesting to me, so I'm kind of intrigued by that. and then last but not least, because he's from Detroit, Ariel Knights, you know ariel knight he's uh came out with his game Never Yield, so. Uh, and I'll talk about the demo later, but, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that and excited that there was somebody who in the Detroit area able to get his game out on the Nintendo switch and other systems. That's right. So and the, the music is just awesome in that game. <laughs> and I, I just sent him, a, I sent him a tweet earlier asking, are we going to get uh, access to this? <laughs> soundtrack?" Hey, I, I did the same thing. I, I asked him about,
3: <laughs> I asked him about, Hey, are, are you giving out content code? Cause I would love to be able to do something early before this game drop.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I was like, I just want to listen to that soundtrack while I'm working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's one. Uh, and uh yeah, so I I'll, I'll, I won't take away anybody else's stuff, but there's a there was a lot for me at least that caught my attention.
2: So,
1: okay, Jesse, what about you? Well, Three games one that of the stuck out.
2: One of the first things I saw on Twitter when the whole thing was over is that they really have Ali Ali and Oxenfree in the same presentation. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, for yes, they do. Road, road ninety six looked interesting to me. I, I'm interesting. It says it's a procedurally generated narrative game. So, is it be like a lot of randomness, or is it a lot of choose your own adventure type of things? I think, choice your, I think your, things? Choice
1: is, your choices, your choices determine which route you go to.
3: Yeah, so I thought it was like different stories. Like you know, every every time there's a, a new story, a new take on something, and it's like kind of yeah. like every time you play, it's like something brand new. That's that's how I gathered it from the. So,
2: I, I'm hoping that the story itself is relatively short. Which will then encourage multiple plays because if it's a t- if it's going to take twenty or thirty hours, I'm not playing that again. Uh, <laughs> you know, give me like a two or three. I got hour- too
1: much stuff in my backlog. Right.
2: right. So, but if it's two or three hours, I'll I'll give it two or three runs. So I'm interested in that. Um, there is no game wrong dimension. I've played that in Windows, and it's a shorter game. Yeah, I think I played it in one sitting, maybe three or four hours, but it's it's fun. Um, I'm not going to get it on the Switch. I'm not, I don't feel like double-dipping on that. But uh, if you like humorous puzzle, point-and-click puzzle games, that, that one's one to look for. I picked this up and haven't gotten to play it yet, but my son also thought it was
1: hilarious and immediately went to the eShop and bought it. And he's about a half the way through it. And he's he with no help. Now, 14 years old, he's figuring it all out, right? Uh And I, I love that. I'm like, I'm, I'm all for it. That was the game that I saw during it. I'm like, hey, pointing at my wife. I'm like, hey, don't, don't you think that would be fun for us to sit and figure out? Because she <laughs> loves puzzles and loves escape <laughs> rooms and stuff like that. And yes. I'm like, this looks like something we could figure out together. And she's like, eh. <laughs> man,
2: man okay, goes she, back
0: to what yeah. she was looking at. Right? <laughs> yeah,
2: the, the, the original concept of that game was like the result of a game jam, and that that takes like an hour or two to get through. And then they, you know, kind of. Took a lot of the ideas from the from that version and built this bigger version, and it's got a story and it's multiple things to do in it. So, but it it was a fun game. Um, The other one I wanted to talk about, and the one I'm most confused about, is the longing. Hmm. And y'all know how I I play games, Mm -hmm. and this is not a game that I'm playing. because you know, well, no, played... you'd
1: still be playing it this time next year. <laughs>
2: well, right. you know, I, 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 I play a game to hell. And then when I'm done, I'm done. I don't peek and sh- I don't, uh, I, 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 that's how I played animal crossing. And when I was done playing animal crossing, I was done. I, I can't play a game for 20, 30 minutes at a time every day for N days. So this, this is a 400 day game. So like, and I, so I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, uh, Dad had to Dark John for grabbing this, and he did a first look on it. So it'll be interesting to see, and he'll he, what what he does with it. What well, my question is this, and I know we're not going to know this for another year,
1: but what happens right. after 400 days? Well, because you've invested all of this time into this world, and for people who do that, I think they're going to be incredibly invested. And then all of a sudden, you can't play anymore.
3: I'm sure or, you can. Or or it ends stupid. Yeah. <laughs> right. it's, it's
1: like, really the really end <laughs> like I well, think well, it's like 400 <laughs> days. The king's like, he wakes up. It's like
2: the end. <laughs> so so my, my two big questions is, will your decisions in the game really matter? Right. right. Because yeah. you can literally start it, stop it, never touch it, come back 400 days later and see an ending. Yeah. Or question two, time travel?
0: Mm.
1: I don't know. Like there was so much mystery surrounding that game in the in the Indie Direct. I mean, they never showed you being any. I, I noticed this because I wanted to. I, I obsessively watched the time in that instead of watching, listening to what they were saying. They never got past like 267 days. Okay. <laughs> and they and they did show a scene where there was like a door that shows up at a certain time on a certain day. Uh, and then it goes away, and the character was like, I wonder if it'll come back again. So, again. who knows? There could be some time trickery and
2: in there, all that. I, I remember, it reminds me of New Leaf. The Day one, you plant a tree, which is yep. supposed to take 300 days to, to sprout. I never went back to see what happens after day 300. <laughs>
1: it's Your town's laying over on its side. Right. Everything's on fire. The roaches have taken over.
0: <laughs> or it's take or the tree is taken over the whole island. It's yeah, overgrown. it is. And... <laughs> become a monster
1: tree. Uh, but that so...
0: game, that game though, is because of all those questions, has me intrigued. Because, yeah. but it's like, do I want to spend the money to figure it out, or am I just gonna? find somebody who's doing it and watch yeah. them.
2: Sure. I'm curious. You're I right. want to know, but I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to
1: play that game. If, if you're out there and you want to start a dad's family podcast, the, the, longing, dads, <laughs> the longing dance, you can, you can have it. All right. Uh, you, can, you can have it. And uh, hey,
3: hey, you know what? The, the gameplay was so action packed, man. I'm telling you, it was like.
0: <laughs> I know. My <it> like,
1: <laughs> favorite parts with the guy's. Walking up the stairs and the little text box Very comes slow. up, and it's like, and it says, No need to hurry. I've <laughs> yes. got all this time, and it's right. right. Well, it,
2: it, it, it's it got looks like it's got aspects of what you, what you would do in Animal Crossing, Minecraft, and other similar slower paced games. But you know, what's the but that point? can run I in Animal it, Crossing? That game is extra slow.
3: <laughs> But you know,
2: is there a point and what happened? Uh, um, that's what I you know, want to know. There was a point in the I trailer too it. where the guy, the guy
1: sits down beside a crackling fire to read a book. And I'm like, what if I just plug my switch in and I leave it on <laughs> for the next 400 days? And I don't do anything. I just walk back downstairs. and the yeah, like, if hey, That's
0: when somebody has got money and they, they invest in buying the switch. Like you said, when they can dock, plug it into a Twitch channel and leave it going. Yes. And you can go watch it. (laughs) There's,
1: there's all the energy out there for that, right? Uh, So So somebody's gonna do it. So that game launched.
2: It's out. It launched that day. So I'm gonna. Yeah, it was
1: one of the today games.
2: I'm punching in Excel. it it was like fifteen bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Twelve or fifteen bucks. Um, (laughs) He's like, (laughs) he's like, oh man, that's cheap enough to buy. So
2: (laughs) whoever, if whoever bought it and started playing it on day one. Day four hundred, May nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Okay. Mark the There day.
1: you go. <laughs> May nineteenth, twenty twenty two.
2: We'll check back with you. Uh so for
1: me That's uh, Sammy's birthday. Look at there. Buy it for Sammy right now. Hey,
0: I just Wait, wondered... if you said twenty twenty two which
1: day? May nineteenth.
0: May nineteenth. Oh, it was two days before three days before so, his birthday, sorry.
1: You know how you can time cheat on Animal Crossing by changing your switch clock. Well, right, yes. that's what I said. I time wonder travel. If you could, I wonder if you can do it this way. I see, I thought you were literally saying like there's an in-game mechanic of time travel. I don't. No,
2: know. I meant no. Oh, yeah. I meant That's changing okay. the clock and see yeah. what happens. crying. So from, from the day knows. you start
0: the game to one year later.
2: <laughs> one year later,
0: <laughs> change the and, year,
2: and, and like you've
1: got ten minutes left. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Mecha oh, Dragon gosh. says see, that we'll get a so new switch a by that
3: time. Then you could do a video on the on the ten. Like, hey, got ten minutes left. There's a countdown. Yes, you, you might you might get a large turnout. Just to
0: find out what's going on.
1: There you go. And like
3: you said before, it's going to say
0: the end. It'll be over. But hey, you can see the end on the new Switch Pro by that time, right? That's right. <laughs> like with Mecha Dragon. Right. Well,
1: no, unless you have oh. to spend time swapping it over, and then all of a sudden, you know. Oh, I mean,
0: oh! What if you swap it over and you lose all that time, and you got to start time, over? Does the can time keep
1: when you're when you're not playing it? We're not, get, yes. we're not
0: getting.
3: get would not Or is it 400 days in
1: game? game. A,
2: no. Yeah. Right. It, it time can... it's. Time continues when you're not playing it. Like you can okay. shut off Animal Crossing, come back the next day, and it knows it is eight, 8 yeah, thirty a.m. Yeah, I just
1: didn't know if it was like you had to literally play. No, it's not four hundred days.
2: It's not four hundred days of actual playing. It's re- say like real time. Yeah, it's just real. Yeah. It's real time days. Yeah,
0: David, okay, what uh, were you saying about not getting a pro?
3: Look, we're not getting a pro. We, we're gonna a switch light that's blue.
2: Oh yes, yes. Hang that, <laughs> <that's, that's the, laughs>
1: well, we go, on, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that here in just a second because I don't. People need, to, people need new eyes. That's all I'm going to say. People need new eyes. Uh, so for me, here's the games that stuck out. Uh, I really thought Hindsight looked amazing. I don't have any clue what it's about. This is one of the Annapurna games. Okay. okay. Uh, the one that started out with the, with the hose spraying and like it was slowed down, you know, and it, you're falling through all these dreams. Yes. I didn't really care for the tone of last stop, but I did think that Hindsight is one that I'll probably pick up were there and then I finally went today and picked up the Chris Tails demo
3: because it mm. finally
1: has a date. Beautiful and game! I played that today and I fell in love with oh, it. Like, I yeah. can't stop thinking about I played that it. I'm demo gonna when have the demo to get it now. I'm gonna have year. to get it. And And Jesse, you had such high praise for it back yes. then that I purposefully waited until we had a date to play it because I didn't want to wait that long like cuz you play I mean it's a year for you
3: is it right? turn based so, yes hmm? is it turn based okay
1: yes it is uh and and like there's the demos out there so you can go there's the demo takes you through kind of like the first probably 20 minutes of the game if you really know what you're doing it ends with a boss fight uh in which you one of your characters has to use has to spray the boss with water, which is his ability. Uh, and then you switch to the other character who uses a time crystal to switch it to the future to make the boss's shield rust so they'll take damage. Wow. It's it's pretty dang right, yeah. awesome.
3: That's that's intense. like
1: it's it and like the only thing that bothers me about it is and I I mean I could this will cut one of my games out that I've been playing, but uh like the view once you once you unlock the time crystal power of your your screen is a triangle, so your character is in the middle of the triangle, and off to the side of the sloping angles are the future and the past. And that kind of, to me, it's it's a little, I don't know. I know oh, what they're going for. I, I, know I got used so to it pretty quick,
2: but it was. I know it's so first. you'll
1: catch things. You know, like you'll you'll be able to see. Oh, there's something different over here. But there, I could just see a little hint of it because you have this little frog in a top hat. Which Why is it a frog in a top hat named Matthias? Hello, my Matthias. Darling. Hello. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. And if you go back, Want you could send him J to frog? the past. Is that what his yes. name is? Uh, you could send him to the past or to the future. If you send him to the past, he becomes a little tadpole, yeah, uh, like or a little frog with with four legs, you know, like dragging them behind him. If you send him to the future, he's a big fat frog. <laughs> he's, he's apparently had a very good life, uh, but it like the whole screen shifts to that time, but. In that you're, you're not your character, you're the frog, and the frog is manipulating things. That when you 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 come back to the present, it's changed. Hmm. And already, like I love the fact that already in the game, we you, like you have to make a choice. Like there's two people in town, and their houses are falling in, and you have to choose which one of those you save. And uh, apparently, that affects the game further on into it. Because it was like, like the characters were like, well, you're a time mage now. You're going to have to make these decisions all the time, whether you like it or not. So there's going to be all kinds of stuff going on through the game. I thought that that game is brilliant. And I, you know what, I'm going to take, I'm going to take two as well because I just I can't do three. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to mention. I want to piggyback off what Tim uh, said earlier. I thought Never Yield is amazing. Mm. Uh, there's some there's some issues that I have with it that I hope he cleans up before the game launches. And I think he probably will, but y'all I on the daily here in my office, I'm listening to jazz and like lo-fi and chill hop and stuff. And so all like all of that coming together for this soundtrack, I'm like, yes. And you want that, you
0: want that soundtrack too, don't you? I do too. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. I will play it all the time. And I lost an hour and a half to this game this morning. Yeah. Uh, just playing it and taking it in. And I love, love, love it. But my last one, and I think Tim already mentioned this one too. The highlight of the direct for me uh, was Skull, the Hero Slayer. Mm. I cannot wait till this game comes out. It was so amazing. It, it reminded does look like me you're up your alley there. It reminded me so much of. um There's an old Sega Genesis game called Dynam uh, Decap Attack. I think it, no, mm. no, not Decap Attack. Dynamite Heady. Where you had to switch different heads around to get through the stages, or you'd have one head that you could throw and it was a bomb and it would explode, or you had a boomerang head, or you had things like this. It was an old platformer, and this looks just 90 different heads to swap through. Right. It's roguelike, which, yes, right up my That's alley. That's
0: Marty.
1: <laughs> uh, like I, but but overall, I will say this I think that this, as as we kind of wrap up here, I think this was one of the best indie worlds Nintendo has ever put out. They're,
3: I gotta show a, a C plus. Okay, it was a C plus. Okay. I, I think they needed they needed one more. If they they'd to drop six on buddy, that'll be yeah. a. That'd Where a is B plus that game? By
1: the way, it's, it's 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 getting up there into Cuphead DLC territory. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, yeah. it's probably never right. going to happen at this point. Yeah.
2: Well, that was shown at the last E3 almost two years ago. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> and yeah. The, so, the frog's name is Michigan and J. Frog. I found it and uh, Mole found it and told me at about the same time. Okay. Tim, Jesse, what about you? What what kind of
1: grade do you want to give this, uh, this indie wall?
2: I think it's like a, a B. You know, normally on these, there's only one or two games that interested me. Here is more uh yeah a few a few more which is you know a rarity yeah true i'll give it a b plus
0: uh because of it's it has a handful of games i definitely am interested in and uh no i won't be able to play them all but i'm interested in them and can't wait to hear what other people have to say about them or if it comes to game pass being able to check it out there or something uh but it's uh, yeah B plus because I think they I think they've got into a good groove of how they've been presenting these showcases, and I think what would bump it up is definitely a more probably those no those games that we all probably were looking for or hoping for you know at the either at the b- beginning or the end because uh, we didn't mention it but the Oxenfree two uh, game oh, right. the the uh, the lost signals not a lot of people understood what that was. Um, Cause I was or watching a that few was a big deal like the Nintendo pals, when they watched it, they thought oxen free was a company and they, <laughs> that was, that was, that made the game lost signals. <laughs> they didn't know it was a sequel to, you know, to the oxen free game. So um, if you, if you didn't know what oxen free was, you would just be like, okay, why is this a big deal? So, um, yeah, Yeah, so I feel bad for, you know, the developers for for that part, but uh, probably a little bit better explanation at the beginning of saying, you know, hey, you remember Oxenfree or this is the story in Oxenfree? Well, here's what's going on in Oxenfree 2 or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think that probably would have come across better if it had just been introduced and not the one more thing, you know, because it was like I figured it out by the time the logo popped up. I was like, oh, yeah, this looks like Oxenfree. I bet it's Oxenfree too.
0: But Uh, I was saying... But I was saying, too, that I think for those pl- people like my daughter, she loved the free game. So she's probably I actually have to ask her if she knows about this free 2 yet, but she might be excited about this. Like other players might be like, oh, yeah, free 2. But for me, it would have been a nice either at the beginning or end of the show. Fez would have done it for me. I would have been like, oh, yeah, Fez is coming for the switch, you know, Swap so them around
1: or house of the Dead.
0: Or yeah, yeah, or House of the yeah. Dead, yeah. House of the Dead,
1: yeah. House of the Dead would, because that. Means
0: or the Teenage Mutant big... Ninja Turtles, uh, yeah. Because nobody knew what council that was coming to. If that was, if that would have started the show or
2: ended the show, that would oh, have been. Yeah. I think everyone assumed it was coming everywhere, just because yeah. Streets of Rage Four was everywhere.
1: Yeah, that's yep. true. That's true. least I, I did. For, for me, I, I think <laughs> I've, I've been looking back through this through this list of games as we've been talking, and there's over. 10 games here that are like on my probably list. Right. So for me, this is an a, whereas like the last time they had an indie world, it was like a fart in an elevator, man. It was, it was not good. It was bad for me. And so this like was a return to form. Uh, I love seeing all the different ideas. I love seeing all the different cultures celebrated, uh, you know, with the different uh, developers and things. I thought that was a huge win. Um, and I, like so many of these, instead of me just going, yeah, okay, what's the next game? What's the right. next game? You know, I was going, okay, okay. I'm interested in this. Even all the ollie world, which yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not a great skateboarding game. You know, I'm not great at them, but I would like to try that where I think that they can improve on this is something that they've already done. And that is demos. Yes. Indie games need demos. Uh, and I think this is a solution to combat Game Pass cannibalizing sales is if you give mm-hmm. me demos I will uh, that I can try, that's going to make me buy a lot more of these on Nintendo right. Switch mm-hmm. than than waiting around.
0: Yeah, and the that's, that's the trouble with the indie guys, right? Because it might be just one guy or girl making a game or a couple true. of people and they don't have the luxury of creating that demo, which is like unfortunate.
1: A, like Dungeon and Gravestone. It's just yeah. one guy. It's just one guy. You need to get if you uh David, if you've not gone and read the description of Dungeons and Gravestone on uh the eShop, you need to go treat yourself.
2: <laughs> okay. uh, it's
1: it's, uh, it's some uh, funny stuff in there. It's it's good stuff. But the game looks really good. Uh it looks like it's gonna be one of the hardest games ever, but I mean it just looks really good. Anyway, that's uh that's all about the indie Uh, Direct. Also, I want to reference something that David's already kind of brought up, and that is Nintendo surprise dropped a brand new model of the Nintendo Switch Lite this week, uh, which I guess we can say new model because it doesn't have really anything different, but a brand new color that, uh, let's be honest, y'all. I don't know that there's been anything as divisive on color since the white, gold, black, blue dress. Do
2: you remember (laughs) that? that? What what color is the dress? I thought the same thing.
1: This. What color is this switch?
2: It's blue. It's no, blue. it is no. Well, yep. it, I, I, I've seen pictures. You know, pictures still looks different than the real thing. But I've seen pictures of it side by side to the launch Game Boy Advance. They're damn near identical.
1: Okay, so here's what needs to happen. Instead of showing me these fancy pictures of people playing them in a house where, like, there's a garden growing in the wall and all kinds of stuff like that. And everybody's drinking coffee and having tea in their cozy little couch. Just take a picture of it with your dang cell phone because that's going to tell me what color it is, right? Mm. You're going to know. Go outside, (laughs) put some grass behind it, shoot the the shot. And I'm sure it is blue, but, y'all, it looks like a GameCube. I'm sorry. It looks like a GameCube.
0: It's not purple. It's blue. It's, <laughs> Are you it's, sure? It's, that bad boy's
3: blue. I'm positive. Yeah. No. They show, they show some pictures, like, like the GameCube and the Switch, right next to each other. It is it's blue.
1: I'm looking at it right now, y'all. It's purple. It's, it's, it's purple. Blurple. It's, <laughs> it's purple. It's blurple. That's what it is. That's what we're gonna call it. It's Nintendo it Switch. Blurple. Uh yes. It, but but can I can I just be real? Can I just be real honest with you guys? This made me want to buy another Nintendo Switch. Lite.
0: listen, it did. I think. <laughs> I think if it yeah. was the GameCube color or even the Game Boy Advance color, if and they would have come out and said, "Hey, this is the GameCube blue or GameCube purple or GBA purple," then that would have sold Game GameBusters. Game Busters.
3: But you know, if you did that, just to if you
1: it. did that, then all the people like, oh, Game Boy Advance games are coming it's just yeah. Switch Online. <laughs> There'll be a lot and, of talk about that. I mean, but they, they called
0: it. it blue. They called it blue.
2: It's a blue call Switch it blue. light. It is not purple. In, in the show notes, I even put blue in quotes. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's blurple. That's what we're going to settle on. It's more. Blurple and, works for uh, me. Somebody needs to buy me one of these. It drops uh, May 21st which is the same day that Metopia comes out for Nintendo Switch as well. So you can go pick up Metopia and pick you up a brand new Nintendo Switch Lite along with it. Oh, uh, wait, or, I'm
0: sorry. Mega you... Dragon corrected me on the color. It was Indigo.
1: Indigo. Indigo. Well, indigo. You indigo. Well, hang on. Let me, let me bring up the <laughs> definition of Indigo. But Nintendo didn't it call it
0: indigo, indigo either, so they yeah. called it Blue. Call it
1: blue. <laughs> well... It's indigo, which means it's a it's a cross between blue and purple, so it's, it's blur- purple. It's purple. <laughs> it's
3: blur-ful. all right.
1: Yeah. Did you
3: know that did you know the system is coming out on May seventh in Europe?
1: Really? Yep.
3: I, did not, I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know why it's coming out early like that, but it's coming out May seventh hmm. in
1: Europe.
2: Gary Grace, when they get the hookup. Before
1: we do yes. Yeah, Gary Gary needs to buy one and tell us what color it is. Because he's, he's already <laughs> in on the Twitter saying, he said this today. He tweeted a picture of it. No joke. And he said, maybe I should buy a Nintendo Switch Lite.
0: Yeah, because of the color. So Look, I've you, got listen. the
1: gray model. I will trade anybody. If they want to buy the blue one and want the gray, I'll trade you.
3: <laughs> I tell you, right? if, you, if you, you don't have a Switch right now, I would pick up a Switch Lite. And really? then when the Pro come out, then I'll trade it again.
0: <laughs> yes.
3: To okay. me, it's like, you know what? If you don't have a Switch by now, I don't know, first of all, where you been at. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny to see people come up and like, man, do you know it's this? Nintendo got this system that you can just you can put in the dock and call the TV? i think like, yeah, it's been about four years. Be like, huh?
1: <laughs> I've been playing <laughs> yeah, it since years. 2017. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're still <clears throat> sold out around here. Like, they'll get a shipment in, and as Watch. soon as they – as soon as they put it on sales, it's gone. And mm. uh, Furukawa, the president of Nintendo, even said today uh, that uh, sh- shortages of the Switch could last through this year due to a semiconductor shortage. Mm.
0: So everybody's feeling it. Yeah, yeah even like, the automobile companies mm-hmm. are feeling it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, you know what's funny? Because we were driving to the store tonight after we dropped my daughter off at dance, and I like we passed a car dealership that we had been at mm. and looked at before and I looked over at my wife and I said they got no cars
3: got no cars yeah.
1: Where, where are the cars and and you know what it is everybody they, they low production and everybody's getting that stimmy right and they're going <laughs> out and like hey let's get a new car <laughs> we're going to Disney on the stimmy so we can't <laughs> a new car. Uh, we're going to stimulate the economy it's just going to be in November Play <laughs> the so. long game uh, <laughs> let's talk about some games that got some release dates and some new things this week Uh, I talked about this on the show a few weeks ago, but the Blizzard Arcade Collection is out, and it is fantastic. This game uh, Mm. released on February 19th. It has uh, Rock and Roll Racing. It has Blackthorn and uh, the Lost Vikings. And this week, two games were added to it at no additional cost. So they pushed an update on April 13th to add the Lost Vikings and RPM Racing. And if you're a fan of Blizzard back in the non-Warcraft days... Uh, in StarCraft days with these games, uh, y'all, this is an incredible collection. I wish that uh, other companies would pay attention to what Blizzard has done here with this. Uh, cause you, you, you boot this collection up and you get on all these games, you get multiple system versions. So, like for rock and roll racing, you get the Super Nintendo version, the Sega Genesis version, and then they mold them together into the definitive, definitive edition. Uh, so like that has it all. They, Blackthorn, they gave you the the 16-bit version and the Sega 32X version, uh, and Lost Vikings has this definitive edition too. And now two new games, uh, and I think this this is, I think it's only twenty dollars, or maybe twenty five on, on on the eShop. It's a crazy it. value, and it's got a really cool museum mode as well. Uh, if you've 20. liked any of these games, it's twenty. Yeah. Yeah. It's so a,
2: I, uh, when this when this news hit, I checked the the eShop pe- web web page to see how they're describing it. Is it three games plus two new ones? And I'm like, nope. You, it says five games. So wow. so it's yeah. It's, it's it's not like you're buying free DLC. It's just part of the patch. Yeah.
1: So they just patched I me. Mean, I guess they weren't ready uh, when BlizzCon happened. That would, be my, that would be the only thing I can think of why these came later. Uh, also coming out really soon, and I'm, I'm hyped for this one, uh, Shantae is coming to Nintendo Switch. This is the original uh, release for Game Boy Color uh, and the uh, version that was optimized for Game Boy Advance as well. Uh, it comes out on April 22nd now. You've already mentioned limited run games, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing a physical version of this as well. Uh, oh, I'm still waiting.
2: I'm, I'm wondering if this is releasing digitally if limited runs ready to ship soon I'm hoping
1: yeah yeah so uh, Jesse put this in our notes here that this means that all the Shantae games throughout the entire series will now be playable on Nintendo Switch starting from April 22nd if you're like me and you just joined in uh, at Half Genie Hero and you were confused as crap about what was going on but you love the game then you can dig back into the archives now and this, I think it's only ten dollars. So that's great pretty value. cool. Pretty cool, David. You have you played any of the Shantae games?
3: I played it on the, on the original Game Boy Color back in the day. Um, oh, I okay. Played it since yeah, yeah, that was wild. I love. You know what? To be honest, that that was a great system. People underestimate that Game Boy Color. People
1: sleep on the Game Boy Color.
3: Right. I just wish it had a black light, You know, I was doing this all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, was
1: a great <laughs> I remember getting that for Christmas and not even knowing it was coming out. Like I was somehow out of the loop. And my parents bought me one, and they, the game that they bought for me was Wario versus Bomberman.
3: Oh man, God, that's such ever. a
1: it's such a funny it's game. it's Bomberman, but you can be Wario, and it has like crazy power ups and and stuff. It's it's bizarre, but it's so niche. I don't know that yeah. you know. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was a lot of fun back then. Uh, also coming out, Pitcross S Six, Jesse, are you ready
2: for another Pitcross game? Always, I just fin—I I finally finished Meek you earlier this week. That that was like fifty-five hours, dude. David, you shaking your head over there, but listen—that
1: Jesse is a pickcross fiend, and if it, mm-hmm. if it has to do with cross or puzzle pick uh that thing, he's in it. And he and, and like he'd come out, and then like the next show, he's like, yeah, I'm done.
0: Yeah, uh, he's the cross <laughs> master.
1: <laughs> and that, like, I really believe that The reason they keep making these games is for you and Per Schneider, yeah.
3: yeah. I must say, yeah, that's, that's all we, that's we need. To
1: yeah, it's like you're gonna you're gonna be in a nursing home somewhere someday, and Jesse's gonna be like, Pick Cross S25. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for <laughs> them to
0: come out with a Pick Cross versus game, and then we get uh Jesse and Per to you know fight. You know I game.
3: would
2: love that. See. You know what's I mean, coming? It's going to be next. cross ninety nine. cross ninety nine. Yes.
1: <laughs> <Pick> cross ninety nine. <laughs> How many of you can finish the puzzle or fall asleep?
2: Uh, <laughs> and in my case, I'll probably do both. Right?
1: Do you? Can, can I ask something, Jesse? You like? Let's just be honest. We're all we're all dads. We're all you know whatever. Do y'all just sometimes just fall asleep playing a game?
3: Oh man, all the time. I did last yeah. night.
2: <laughs> and and, and I've I mentioned this before playing Picross. In fact, while I was, I think it was uh, S4, I was recording uh, some of the, me doing the larger puzzles. So I, and putting them on my own channel. And I was dozing off doing it, you know, while recording, <laughs> dozing off. And, and uh, so, because. Not a good advertisement for the game. <laughs> no, but, but again. Oh, this is for a great me, game. Picross is a mentally relaxing <laughs> right. game. It and is. you get you get to a point. What what happens to your brain when you get so relaxed? You will doze off. That's right. That's so right. yeah, the, the gameplay is the gameplay, but it, for me, it's relaxing. For other people, for me, it's a, it's a big stressor. For me, it's Lego games. Like my wife
1: loves Lego games. She is so hyped whenever a new Lego game comes out. And she'll be like, You want to play a level before we go to bed or whatever? I'll be like, sure. Oh, and I don't know if it's like you know, you got to break everything, right? So you're just to. running around, typing, tapping the button over and over and over. And I guess that rhythmic tapping and everything like sh- like uh, uh, there's so many times to be like, "Are you playing? Are you coming? Are you coming? Or, or do you just need to drop out so I can finish this level?" And I'm like, "No, no, man, I'm, I'm fine."
3: For, hey, first of all, Martin, okay. let me let me say something real quick. Hey, man, you win because you know what? Your wife plays games with you. I bought my wife a Animal Crossing switch this new like all right this is it you know i bought a ring fin adventure animal crossing and she played it like on christmas eve that's
1: it no, <laughs> but, but, but but david think about this how often do lego games come out right so i mean right. in the last few years it's been like maybe one a year uh like now now there's the drought where we're waiting on the star wars skywalker yeah, you've been, been waiting for skywalker, right. skywalker right. Saga for two and, right. and a half years and now. now it's i'm, yes. I'm like Cause she has a house on my island on Animal Crossing, so like we built right next to each other, and her like mailbox has been like bouncing back and forth for like four months, and I'm like, hey baby, you gonna come back to Animal Crossing? No. <laughs> <laughs> and our kid, my kids are even in on it now. Like mom, you're neglecting Animal Crossing. You know how many roaches are in your house? Like, <laughs> Don't care.
0: Okay, yeah, that's hilarious.
1: Anyway, uh, so Subnautica and Subnautica. Uh, below zero, or both got uh, got a release date, May fourteenth. Uh, they're both going to be coming out that day, uh, and also Neo, the world ends with you. Got a release date this week as well, July the twenty seventh. Uh, will be coming out, and I know there will be some people who are really excited about that one.
3: I'll still be playing oh. Zelda.
2: Um, um, all, can, all, can
1: I just say this? If that game can get a sequel, where is my Chrono Trigger? remake, right. or sequel. For the love of God, at least just put it out where I can play the original on my Switch. That's right. all I want.
2: It's the little things in life.
1: Chrono Trigger.
2: <laughs> Before we leave talking about World's End with you, the anime just started this week. Um It's airing in North America on Funimation and Hulu. So I watched episode one earlier today on Hulu and uh, you know, I have, I'm not familiar with the game, so I'm not sure how they compare, but I'm liking the story so far though. I'm thinking the, the battles themselves seem pretty fast and not exciting. So hoping things evolve as the, the season goes on. Awesome. Uh, well, let's move on. Let's
1: talk about uh, a book that release this week that probably a lot of us uh, have purchased by this point or have had pre-ordered for a while. And that is ask Iwata, uh, which is uh, a collection of writings and uh, interview blips from the late Satora Iwata. How many of you guys picked this
2: up? I did. I did. I did. I haven't okay. read it. I didn't start reading it yet, but I, yeah, I have it. I agree. Yeah, I, I've I've read. Read it yet. I read some of it. Yeah, when this release uh, so the title out of was all a of a us song.
1: you've you've read the most of it so uh, what what are your <laughs> thoughts what are your thoughts so
0: far so it's already you know it it's talking about it's from awada's uh, perspective i think if i if I understood how I was reading it, so just kind of going back jumping into it right now so I can kind of refresh my memory here um but yeah it's it's it's, it's from his class. it's from his point of view so um like if he was he was writing this himself yeah so however as i listened to what they had to say i would always speak up when i had something to say myself so yeah Mm -hmm. it's like from his point of view and there's an introductory to this book that talks about how they wrote this uh how this these group of people came together with the permission of awada's family and the help of them as well from them as well to put together the things that they learned about him from all of his Askawada type stuff and other conversations that he had at this magazine in japan um and I forget the magazine but um yeah there it was very interesting to start reading it and like he actually wrote this book like that he was still alive and able to write it so but, um, but it, yeah, and that's where that's where I'm at right now is I'm only like you know I got 16 percent of it done. That's what I like about Kindle; it tells you how much you got
2: of the book done.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, it helps me. It helps me challenge myself. Like you ain't read enough today, right? You need to, so, you need to get
2: those percentages up. Mole in the chat I already finished it.
1: Well, of course, only, Look, Mole did. Mole is only the man. Like 158 right. pages, right? I mean, it's it's not very long, but yeah. I wanted to highlight a, a, a comment that somebody on. Uh, posted about on the Nintendo Voice Chat uh, forums on Facebook, he he took a picture of this from page 114, and Awada uh, is talking about spoilers. Online- spoilers, <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to know about this, it's a book, y'all. I mean, he said it already. It's not spoilers anyway. Uh, well, I guess it is if you haven't followed everything. But he was talking about online gaming. And I feel like you know a, a lot of things that Iwata did. I mean, we're we're living in the the switch era. I feel like I feel his fingerprints over everything that Nintendo's doing right now, right? Like he this is the system that Iwata imagined. This is what he wanted. He he knew Nintendo was headed in this direction after the Wii U. Uh, and I feel like a lot of his thinking influenced them. And I feel like this quote, more than anything, kind of sums up Nintendo's thinking on online gaming. Listen to this, very interesting. He says, "In my view." The online games of the world are unfairly biased toward the strong. It takes the bad luck of a 100 or 1,000 players to make a single player happy. Of course, I don't mean to dismiss these platforms wholesale, as but as long as they retain this element, things will never expand beyond a certain level. As fun as it might look from the outside, most people will drag their heels at the entrance. There has to be another way. I've spent so many years trying to figure out how to make these online games a place where parents can feel comfortable encouraging their kids to play and how to create a world where harassment is not an
2: issue. That's the main reason why I don't play online games. Cause I agree yeah. with that statement. It, it is yep, totally a, a system for the strong.
1: Uh, more, moreover what I've heard about this book and I, I've got to purchase it. I, I didn't pre-order it, but I like, Shane, I know. Shane, right? <laughs> I mean, you know why I didn't pre order it because I don't read, I just it's a bad habit. You know why I'm I like, just collect
2: books. I have, like, yeah, I right, collect I've, I've got me. bookcases
1: all around hey, me, and they're filled hey, with my, my last books name is and Reed. toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but one, yes, one it of the things do you, use heard, that
2: for
3: you? do you use that with your kids all the time? I just get teeth <laughs> all the time, I'm like David, go
1: read a book, I'm like,
3: oh, you little vermin. <laughs>
0: Yes
1: one of the things I've heard about this book over and over is uh like everybody has that's read mm-hmm. it walked away saying this guy just generally wanted people to be happy, like he dedicated his life to making people happy,
0: yeah,
1: and that's like to me that's awesome and uh he also uh it, this this poster he posted this he says in this book Iwata also talks about his management style, and I stopped as I'm reading and went. Why in the world would bosses not want to lead like this guy?
2: And, and you know. Because like they don't I, they can't buy three yachts a year that way. Right.
3: That's <laughs> no, right. I, I mean. And people don't understand the importance of service.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my you know, gosh. They
3: don't understand the, purpose, the importance of service. And yeah, I think Iwata understood that, you know what, to, to be truly happy, you have to go out and be willing to give yourself to other people. And that's what he did. He he pretty much gave himself to the whole industry.
1: Dude, you didn't look, we didn't invite you on the show to preach, but please be my guest. <laughs> oh, I mean, that dude, like I'd listen to a podcast on that all day. Cause seriously. Oh, that's right, all day. Like man. tonight we were we we were driving uh again, take my daughter to dance, and we were talking about uh just you know, just what's going on in the world and everything. And, and my wife got on this uh and I got, got in this conversation about and this is totally a, a, a chase rabbit here, by the way. So this is just extra for you on the podcast. But we were talking about uh, personal, uh, you know, that everybody has, we like that we have uh, in, in our country, we have, um, you know, we have this freedom to to be able to do whatever we want. Like, we, like we're like we the land of the free and the, and the home of the brave, right? So we have mm. this, and everybody wants their personal freedom. Like you can't tell me what to do. You can't. Mm. But- in that, yes, we're free, but we also have a personal responsibility to each and every uh, to every other person that we come in, in contact with. Like, I have a personal responsibility to uh, to my kids. I have a personal responsibility to you. I have a personal responsibility to our listeners. I have a resp- personal responsibility to the people I serve here at my church. That's right. uh, like, I've got, and so I like sometimes to live into that personal responsibility means that I have to temper my personal freedom. That's right. Right. And and it's, and it goes along with what you were saying, like, like as a boss Iwata had the personal responsibility or personal freedom, do whatever he wanted. Yeah. He was, the, he was the man at Nintendo and then the Wii U fails. Right. And he, and in his personal responsibility, he says, Hey, lower my salary. That's so right. we don't have to fire anybody that's service. And that's, that's service. something that we don't see in the world today. And we, or we don't, or we very rarely see it. Right. We, you know, uh, and, and we see these companies who are having to lay people off. Like a great example of this recently is Activision, right? Mm-hmm. Activision laying off hundreds of employees while their boss gets a huge bonus. Right. That's not. Now, I've always wondered about that.
2: And the bonus is such a large amount. I'm like, the bonus seems larger than right. the salaries of those who you just tossed. How is that cost saving? You
1: know you know why you know, and you know why that happens is because when that dude signs that contract he gets something that in the wrestling business is called a downside guarantee mm. and that is you can make all this money but you're at least going to make this much money and then if you do good we're going to give you this bonus and it's going to be a percentage of this so he's getting his percentage mm-hmm. and whether whether it's right or wrong right uh and that y'all I didn't mean to get into all that but seriously Anyway, you,
2: you lit a fire under me.
3: Right. Just so again, I, I I haven't started reading it. Do.
2: I haven't started reading the book yet, but the back cover has like my favorite quote that I that I know. Yes. You know, On my business card, I am a corporate president. In my mind, I am a game developer. But in my heart, I am a ga- I am a gamer. That's right. Because he
1: understood, right? He understood that who he was serving, because mm-hmm. he was one of them.
2: And I've That's always right. looked up to him, just because you know. Normally, if you're in a, if you're a CEO in the company, you never were in the grunt work. You never, were never in the trenches. Man, you you, you were making videos. You, you you went to school to learn how to run businesses. You never did the, anything but run the business. But he started out as a developer at Hal. Yeah, since since
1: uh, Reggie and Awaad uh, left. How many times you seen uh, Doug Bowser and Shantaro Fuakara in a in a video? That's right, and you Come won't I mean, just call it what it is. How many times yeah. you seen them? Mm. It's we, like, we're gonna pass it off to to. Well, now because of COVID, it's like it's some disembodied voice. <laughs> it's
2: right. Well, even even like the 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 Amiibo reveal when Reggie and Iwata did like a real fight, real fight in quotes. Yes, you know, obviously, it, you could tell that. They weren't in the same studio when they recorded their parts. No. <laughs> but still, it was edited well, and it was but fun. But they
1: did it. But they I mean, did, they did it, it, and it was awesome. And, you know, I mean, what's the only other company that we see kind of doing that right now is Apple, right?
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, you'll see Tim Cook. But even you you don't even see much of Tim Cook anymore when they do presentations. You see all these other guys. Yeah. are he, the heads of things. He'll, he'll bookend it. Tim Cook's
2: not Steve Jobs. Right. right. Yeah, Tim Cook will bookend the presentation and then other people will be talking he'll, in the middle.
1: He Look, he'll just come out to be like, "And we think you're really going to love it." Uh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> everything. We think you're really going to love all of this. And here's all, to,
2: all the dude, money dude. last year and we love prices. it. Now you're going to love yeah. this.
1: Here's all the numbers. Now we really we really hope you'll go out and spend more money with us Bye. <laughs> uh Yeah, so a- Askewart is out right now. You can purchase this on Amazon. There is a digital version. I think Tim you looked it up earlier it's 12 bucks uh and so again 158 153 page book I can't remember which it's a simple read but a great way to honor the memory of one of the most beloved figures in video gaming I don't think there's any question uh that we can say he's he, that the the amount of honor and respect that people show toward uh, Satoru Iwata is, is incredible and this little collection of his wisdom is is going to be priceless Uh, I'm going to go buy one tonight. I'm going to rectify that uh, that wrong. Shame. Shame.
2: That oversight. I know.
1: Shame. Shame, shame. Uh, Jesse, uh, I know that we're not in events yet, but this next next news topic is a softball for you to uh, hit and lead us straight into events uh, as
2: well. So tell us what's going on with Pokemon Home. Okay. So as part of news, Pokemon Home is going to get a June update that will – Discontinue support for older mobile OS versions and devices. So Mm. you have to have at least Android 6 and iOS 12 to uh, continue using home. And and in comparison, the latest versions are Android 11 and iOS 14. I think I saw a stat saying like 90% of Apple devices that are iOS 14 capable are using iOS 14. So this is more a case of hardware deprecation than uh, anything else. But uh, they didn't uh, specify any Android devices, but uh, they did say that iPhone 5S and 6 will will have end of support. So my second device is an iPhone 7, so I'm good for a while. (laughs) 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 Okay, and uh, this will then lead us into events. Dragon asks if his Samsung S10 Plus OK. Again, I presume nothing was say, said about dev- Android devices themselves. Yeah, you have implicated. to say what the Android yeah, OS it, you have. It depends on what version of Android OS you have. You'll have right. to look at that. And uh, if you don't have at least six, you can probably upgrade it, <laughs> update it. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, there's a few Pokemon Go events. The first one is Friendship Day, April 24th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local times. Various grass-type Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild. There'll be a Friendship Day collection challenge that if those who complete it before the end of the event can earn 100,000 XP. There'll be additional hourly global challenges to earn 20,000 XP each if completed. And there's an... Increased chance of a lucky trade until 5 o'clock, well, local time that day. Trade distance will be incre- temporarily increased to 40 kilometers. there uh, will be a th- three times catch XP bonus, and incenses and lures activated during the event will last three hours. The next event, I think, is re- they just announced yesterday. It's in celebration of the new Pokémon Snap beginning release on Nintendo Switch from April 29th at 10 a.m. to May 2nd, 8 p.m. local time. Pokémon that are inspired by the deserts, jungles, and underwater landscapes of the Lentil region, such as Lotad, Cacnea, and Ducklet, will be appearing more often in the wild. Smeargle will be appearing in snapshots more often than usual, with a chance to be shiny only during the event. Pokémon that are inspired by the Lentil region, like Vaporeon, Meganium, and Trampinch, will be appearing more often in raids. And they'll be, and and look forward to an event exclusive field research and timed research that's focused on taking snapshots. All right. And then it looks like Tim added something. He wants to Tim talk about. is okay. going to
1: let us know about another important event as well. well. Before I do,
0: I was going to ask David do you play Pokemon Go at all or anything like that? Or. I- well,
3: I got a good story about Pokemon Go real quick. Um, sure. <clears throat> I don't play it anymore. I played when it first started. And, um, I, I was an early investor. I was buying Nintendo stocks when it was like before the Switch. When <laughs> I mean, it was like NX, when they were like, Oh, this is the NX. And so we have, I had bought a ton of it. And then nice. Pokemon Go dropped and it was like, I'm rich. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the next day, they were like, Oh, you really know that Pokemon is not owned by Nintendo? And I was like, I'm poor <laughs> again. like, I had all this money. And then the next day, it was like, it pumped Right. But yeah, we used to play it all the time. And when it first came out, you know, we was we were doing stupid stuff like me and my wife and the kids, we were driving around the cities. You know, I yes. think I scratched my rims up. I think I hit a curb. It was, it was crazy, but. <laughs> No, I don't play
0: Pokemon Go anymore. My my son plays it
3: still. Okay, son he does play it.
0: Yeah, I, I played it at the beginning too, but I haven't played it uh, last couple of years. So, but Jesse's I, been. I play. I,
2: I I still play it every day. I'm. I have two accounts. One's a level forty one. One's a level forty two.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, so
2: it was it was you that was beating me in those gyms, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw you. Right. I you. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, he he's deep in. He, he's right. invested money.
0: Yes. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. what I what I was going to bring up was just uh, as I mentioned earlier, the dinner table show is a, is the once a month event that we have here, on the Nintendo dads for the community. Uh, where anybody can join in on the podcast and talk about various things and it's dinner themed. That's why it's called the dinner, dinner table show, but it's themed around the dinner table. Cause it's kind of like when you're with your family around the dinner table and you talk about stuff, that's exact. That's what this is about. It's basically us Nintendo dad's family getting together around the dinner table and talking about various things around. And I break it down by, you know, appetizer and the main dish and, sides and and dessert so and tomorrow's episode is going to be about um i forgot <laughs> but it's we're going to talk about the book yeah that's going to be part of the, the cocktail hour or dessert time but um, i'm sure somebody will pop up in the show or in the notes and remind me but uh it was like i had to come up with something i was like what is it going to be about because it was it's one of those things where it sneaks up on you it happens every third Friday of every month or yeah, third Friday of every month. And um, it's um, one of those things where I try to prepare for it, but when work and school and everything that gets in the way, it's, uh, or not get, not get in the way, but you know, when you got all that other stuff, when you got life stuff, adulting stuff that gets, that gets there, you know, then, then, right. then you know, you are like, Oh crap, you know, dinner tables, like, three days away (laughs) so throwing
1: that protein and tim don't forget our let's play weekend is this weekend as well
0: that is correct
1: with jesse and i playing jackbox games with our listeners twice on saturday one of those times is at help me out here
0: uh, so we do the times at three o'clock. Uh, this is going to be Eastern time right now. I'm mentioning three o'clock Eastern, but it's eight o'clock for our UK people uh, because we're trying to do a, a early, an afternoon for the majority of the people who are here, but we want to include the UK people where it's nighttime for them. Um, so we try to accommodate them to do a, a gaming time for them. And then we do another one later on at nine thirty. Uh, Eastern Daylight Savings Time, again, for the people here in North America.
1: Yeah, so. and so you can look for us on YouTube and Twitch uh, at those times on Saturday, uh, and we would love to play with you. Um, I also am going to sweeten the pot here. There's a new game that just came out uh, on the eShop called What the Dub that we're going to be playing mm-hmm. as well. Uh, it is uh, it, it has over 300 um, movies uh clips that have been dubbed, and in the like they show part of it, and then the oh, next yeah. one you get to write your own, and then it reads it out loud for you, Uh <laughs> and you vote on the best. So sometime in there, we're going to be playing a little <coughs> what the dub as well. Is that
2: similar, where only the host has to own the game, and everyone else plays on their phone. I
1: do believe so. Yes, it's oh, I didn't you buy that one. From every, <laughs> it's like six ninety nine. So.
0: All right, Uh, so the guys in the chat reminded me what the tomorrow show is going to be about, (laughs) and it's going to be about indie games. Uh, We're going to be talking about the indie games, uh, not only about the recent show, what everybody's interested in with the showcase, but also I wanted to have a discussion with everybody about what was the first indie game that you played uh, that you can remember. Wow that's going to hopefully people are trying to remember that. I'm trying to remember that myself because it's going back and looking back. Okay. What would be considered an indie game before it blew up? And then, you know, what would have been my first one, Uh, Mm -hmm. whether it was good or bad, maybe I'll hear some stories about that. And then of course I'll probably hear some really good ones that people uh, played and uh, love to talk about. So,
1: so Jesse, I want to circle back here and answer your question. Yes, you can play without owning the game. And it says you can enter text using phone, tablet, or computer. Perfect. So we'll be playing some of that as well. Well, guys, that is our news and events. Let's move into what we've been playing, shall we? David, it is uh, our tradition that guests go first here on the Nintendo Dads podcast. Uh, right. And we want to remind you, you don't just have to talk about Nintendo games you've been playing. You tell us everything oh, okay. uh, that you've been playing. So uh, what, what have you been playing lately?
3: Well, even though I, I was blessed enough to get a PS5 and an Xbox Series X, they're just sitting there. I have not played anything on them Mine too. for a while. <laughs> I've, been, I've been strictly Switched. Um, and the two games I've been playing lately is that I'm still going through the training for Monster Hunter so I can get out there, but I've been really, my time has been really dominated by Pac-Man 99. Love that game, man. If, Cause you know, I grew up, let's, I'm I'm am a, I'm a seventies baby. Ooh, okay. Come on, put my age out there. Um, born in 1975, I'll be 46 on Resident Evil day. And so 75 uh, in the house, in the house, baby. Um, <laughs> i'll um but i grew up playing (laughs) pac-man i had a cleco vision um had a cleco vision with an atari adapter and so a lot of my i'm just that that pac-man this pac-man arcades i don't care anybody said man i grew up in a we grew up in a a great time i mean a great time yeah arcades but man i mean this pac-man 99 man it just it just tickled my it just it does something for me. It is so competitive and so fast. It's like you know what, and when that when when it gets really intense, when you're down to that last ten, it's like your heart gets to pumping. And the games are quick. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I, I had a, I put a poll on my channel about which um, which ninety nine game was the best. Was it Tetris or was it Super Mario Thirty Five? And to me, Pac Man Ninety Nine is the best. Then Tetris. Then Super Mario Brothers. Really. The Super Mario Brothers, you know, I liked it. If the games just went so long, it, you it could was get forever.
1: Like you'd be thirty minutes, forty-five minutes. Yeah, if you were good,
2: if you were good, right. So it's like, and then oh, you, it, it slowly, then declined. you wouldn't lose because you made a mistake or someone, someone got you. You lose because you ran out of time because the, yeah, clocks go down that fast.
3: Yeah. So that was that was one of the things. So, uh but, but Pac-Man Ninety Nine, the games are really quick. I don't know this this um. I don't know if they're using the new online system, but I mean the games get in. I haven't had any hiccups. It's been great.
1: Mm-mm. No, it's it's so it's so good, and I love. Like I'm like you, man. I I'm a 1980s kid, right? Like I, yeah. I grew, I was born in 1980, and so uh, the very first video game I ever played was in an, a laundromat, right mm. at the arcade. Uh, you know they had Centipede there with the oh, rolling ball. Goodness. And so it was either so or millipede. I can't remember which one it was, but that Mm. was, and then Donkey Kong. And then from there it was, you know, playing at the arcade until I went over to a friend's house and he had the NES. And I was like, you can play these at home, right? you know, and then from there it was all downhill. So, (laughs) uh, but, but I, like, I remember playing Pac-Man in the arcade. I remember, I remember walking in to the Walmart in my hometown and Miss Pac-Man being there by the door. Mm-hmm. And this was back when like Walmart, you know, was Walmart, not super Walmart, not whatever, you know, you have one entrance. <laughs> <laughs> and they shut down <laughs> at nine o'clock at night, just like they do now. Uh yeah, but, right, yeah. Uh you, you know, but like I that like I just that there's two arcade moments I remember like or three that I remember specifically from Walmart. N- Miss Pac-Man's one of them. Number two is the first time I ever played Street Fighter Two was oh at Walmart. They had Street Fighter 2, the World Warrior, the original eight the original. fighter, you know. And I had to I had to go with my girl Chun Lee,
3: you know. Oh yeah.
1: And yeah, and just see what that was about. Cause you know, I was I was eleven at the time. I had to I had to see the hormones had to see, you know what I'm saying? Well, you have to you know I'm right, right? You know I'm right. Like it's like, yeah. hey there you go. Uh, yeah I was like can I have some more quarters please uh, but but no so so from there the other one was is that when I was twelve or thirteen we would spend every Friday night me and a group of friends would spend every Friday night at McDonald or I mean at Walmart uh, at the beginning like at the front you know when Super Walmart used to be cool you know they had the arcades at the front right mm-hmm. and they were the very o- like the only place in town the very first place I ever played Mortal Kombat two. So my mom dropped me off at the Walmart with a five dollar roll of quarters and enough money to go to the Walmart deli and get a hot dog and a Coke. And wow. we would play Mortal Kombat for like two hours. You know, put your quarter up. Who could beat who? who right? Could be who? Figuring out the, fat- the the moves, figuring out the fatalities. Ooh. Oh.
3: Hey man, those games, man, that and like you said before, like, oh like killer instinct, man, that announcer. Ultra combo. I Ultra love that, combo.
1: man. Oh, yeah, man. That's why that, I want the arcade announcer. Yes. But now, like, Pac-Man, Pat, though, that's – I love it because it's serious nostalgia. Now, we talked last week. I think there's some problems with the game, and, and one of the big ones is the paywall is ridiculous yeah. in this game. Like You know, you want to play with your friends? Well, you got to pay $14.99. Yep. That's a little much. But uh, I'm glad somebody else is enjoying it i love
3: it well i i- to say this one last thing the the problem i uh, in my i did a video on it the issue i had on uh, my issue with the game is that playing it with a pro controller is terrible
2: you yes. said the same thing it last week. absolutely terrible and I've heard multiple like, podcasts say the same thing terrible so what, do you want playing with?
1: what what is your your the, what is the, your preferred go to
3: the best way to play it is on the light or if you oh, have on. one of these Yes, playing it on the light. That D pad on the light is absolutely outstanding. Um, but I'm going to show this this controller here. This this is the Power A Nano. Mm. The D pad on this controller is mwah, great.
1: Do you, Tim? Don't you have that one?
3: Right Here. Yes, this is a great <laughs> controller. Yep. Man.
1: Why are you Why are you making me buy a new controller? I just bought. It I, I, I would tell you. Listen.
3: You know what? Listen. I, I, my hands are not super big and i like it because of the footprint it's a small controller but man yep. it gets it done
1: so this, yeah. this one is the power a uh enhanced wireless and i have yet to try it
0: okay. yeah and so try, is, try that d-pad my, that's my is. new litmus litmus test for whenever i get a controller to try mm-hmm. out it's now to try the d-pad with pac-man yep now i have you're the, right uh, you're right i have the and I got,
1: zelda joy con you know like the the one, the only left one that has the D-pad that you can only play in handheld mode. Yes. Uh, and that's the one that helped me beat Mega Man 11. So I'm, I may try that out on there.
0: So this one I got, it's it's Binbox uh, Pro Controller.
1: That looks cool.
0: And I tried the D-pad. Flawless with Pac-Man. Ooh,
1: really? Flawless. Okay. Oh, okay. Say the name of that controller. Amazon. Again.
0: Binbox. Binbox. Binback. Bach. Have yeah. you seen
1: those Joy-Cons, dude? They have like the light up ring around the the sticks. And they look yeah. like the the hori gamepad, you know, the the Yeah, these. They're they they're awesome, but the D-pad on them is crap.
0: Yeah, the D-pad sucks
1: yeah. on these
3: ones. <laughs> yeah, the D-pad, yeah, the so, D-pad sucks on this. He yeah, I mean, was trying to start not, it not, up. It's not that bad.
0: But I really like this oh, controller. The battery died. Oh yeah, I remember you talking about that one. Yeah, I really like this controller. But I'm like, hey, I'm collecting I just, all I just these to joy, say these this, by the way,
1: <laughs> for, for our listeners. And I know there are a lot of these people who were listening and saying, oh man, the bin bot Joy-Cons, they're out of stock. I can't find them. I can't get them anywhere. They're up on Amazon right now. They will yeah. be in stock on the 22nd. You can buy them. They're 56.99 for the pair.
0: Yep. So yeah, this is the, the light up one that they have and the D-pad. I will say this, it's all clear plastic and no grips on it so if you're using this one a long time it you, you do slide but I talked to them about that and they said that they're working on a new design for this so keep an eye out because okay. they said they got a lot of complaints about that so they're working on getting the grips for that but the d-pad definitely I w- got the highest I ever got in pac-man 99 because of the d-pad not messing up you know where I wanted now, to go can I, can oh, I say you, that you like, haven't won yet I have not won yet no <laughs>
1: He did. Look, he's. You I have not got first place he yet. Does. He does. Oh yeah,
3: I've
0: won. I've won quite
3: a few times. Yeah. I tell you what, really, once you get your pattern, it's over.
0: Yeah, I haven't played it enough to do that. I I just jump in, play once in a while, and then I got closer when I was trying out that D pad, but not yet. <laughs> not yet. I, not I can't, yet. Listen, try it with the,
1: I, the. highest I can get is seven.
0: I think I will try it with the, the why, Nano. Stuck I'm going to try seven, it with the I'm telling you that that. Ooh, all right, flawless. <laughs> David, was there anything else you were playing? Just Pac Man ninety nine was having and
3: uh, and Monster Hunter going through the, um, the training. I haven't got through all the trainings yet. Honestly.
0: Yeah, that tra- that training, man. That that's the toughest <laughs> part of playing that game. And then once Brutal. you get past that, it's been. A l- I've been having a lot of fun with that too. With the uh, with that game after I finally went past that. It's yeah, like cause Mar- you can you can play it any way you want. Essentially, kind of like Mar- the, West of the Wild was, you know right Mar- marty said um hey you fell asleep
1: yes
3: that's yep. when i, was going through that I did that too was like-
1: monster hunter
0: monster <laughs> hunter during the tutorial
1: oh, i was man. like i gotta
0: get past this tutorial and i'm sitting there on the couch everybody else is doing their own thing i got it on the tv and i'm like
3: Killer, man. It, it is, it is. That's, a, that's a brutal train they, they gotta do something about that
0: i want to get into brutal. the game because
3: they want to say it's pretty good
0: yeah it's get past that and then you'll probably have to watch even some youtube videos and stuff like that there's there's some good YouTube videos for beginners. In fact, uh, John from our Dads After Dark show did a really good, because uh, he played it for the first time, so he gave some good pointers from the beginner. And then we've got uh, Third Strongest Mole in our chat, who's played for a while, and he's been helping a lot of us noobs out with this game. So oh, man, I, I really
1: right. want yeah. to love Monster Hunter, but every time I play it, like I played the demo for this one, and I'm just like, I can't. I love you. Yeah, the demo. there's.
0: That demo gave
3: me
1: the demo. Like, oh, I'm
0: in. The demo, I, that's why I stayed away from the demo, because I had to get, I wanted to get through the tutorial when I got the game, got into the game. And it's like Breath of the Wild, like I was saying, where you can go your own path and what you want to do. You can go exploring, go after the monsters. You can go do the multiplayer. You can do all of the ablo- above and stuff like that. And I'm just starting to find out about exploring the maps because uh, there's like new maps I'm getting to where I can go discover these hidden caverns and and hidden um, objects that you can find and collect and stuff like that. So there's like different things you can do in the game beyond just, you know, going after monsters. So, so Tim, you, you're saying that I should go out and explore first before I
3: just go attack somebody.
0: I, you, I about the what I'm saying it. is... Go with how you like to play, go with how you like to play. If you like going after attacking, then you do that. That's because you play, you play the way you like to play. That's what I like about the game. That's the same with breath of the wild, Wild, right? Yeah. You go in there and you attack the game, how you want to attack it. You want to go slowly and discover things. Then that's your thing. You want to go right after the big four, then you do that. You want to go right after the main boss, you know, Ganon, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then you do that, you know, that's the thing. And I think monster Hunter has got that in mind as well, where you can go in and do any of the things you want to do with it. Multiplayer, uh, the main story, um, you know, discovering things, exploring all those different things. And I think are available. And there's probably other things I don't even know yet. So mm-hmm.
1: I do think that Monster Hunter wins an award for one of the best looking games on Switch.
0: Mm.
3: It like, is. Uh, I've
1: seen so many like great movies and screenshots from that game. Like I, it, that's what makes me want to play it. But then, like, I get that there's not, there's Monster Hunter has a so a whole social aspect that I can't get. Like, I can't be a part of because. Yeah. Our internet sucks.
0: That so, was the fun part of discovering too for me. It was like, I did my first go, you know, open up the online, open up my gates or whatever you want to call it. Um, And allowed anybody to come help when Sammy and I, my son Sammy and I were playing and we teamed up and then two other people showed up and they were higher levels. And we ripped through my first level, you know, monsters that we had to get through on the hub uh tasks or uh excuse me hub quests and i was i was able to knock those out because i had those higher level people just come in and help you know Ooh. community people that you don't even know coming in and helping you knock out these monsters and i got you know extra points extra monster parts and all that kind of stuff and it was just like it's fantastic it's just that getting past that tutorial and getting past the the nuances of learning the all these menus and that's the thing too is like Right now I've been able to play with not knowing everything about those menus, but I've been learning a little bit more and a little bit more about them that can help me along the way as I progress. So, and that's one of the things I liked about John's video. He was talking about some of the things that helped him and some of the things that, uh, third strongest mole in our community mentioned about too, about, uh, Taking time to set up some of the the menus for quick access, you know, that actually means something for you, so that you can, instead of trying to scroll through a list, you just do a you know quick drop down of a menu and call your your dog over and and go riding anywhere you need to. So, so that is one of the games I was playing, but I didn't write it down because I talked about it last. Well, that's
1: okay, Tim. Why don't you why don't we just go to point you have been playing because like as usual you have a paragraph. (laughs)
0: well <laughs> not too long this time <laughs> not too long uh so i've been also playing uh say no more or excuse me say no more <laughs> up up to chapter four jesse i know you've been playing it and actually beat the game uh but i still got a little ways to go how many chapters were in this again eight eight chapters okay so i'm getting to the halfway point there uh, but it's a hilarious game i've been dying laughing at the stuff that this what it does and there's basically you're an intern that's learning how to say no to your bosses and at the end of chapter three um i learned how to say no to the president of the company and i almost got fired but lunchtime happened and everybody just stopped what they're doing it was like oh it's it's like a boxing match (laughs) when the bell
2: rings everything stops everybody everything
0: stopped (laughs) and everybody went about their lunch and just left me the you know i didn't get fired so because i lost that was the first battle i lost and your battle is basically telling everybody no different ways (laughs) because you just say no which language or you you can laugh i did i just did english i think if i remember correctly yeah i just did english but you can change different ways different languages of saying no too so japanese nice you can laugh at people first then say no (laughs) or you can do a soft no where it's just like nah and you know it throws people off or you can clap, yes. <laughs> you can do, like, people will just start talking about what they want you to do, and you'll just start clapping at them, and they'll just be like, wait, oh, uh, they'll get all confused. And it's and the graphics are polygonal, like, from PlayStation, you know, or Virtual Fighter type polygons. It, it, it's, it's, you know, if you more, remember it, Virtual it, Fighter.
2: Yeah, I would say it's more like, like Super Nintendo polygons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: those, those old Sega games with the big polygons, you know, with the like I said, Virtual Fighter or uh, this, the, yeah, just any Star of those. Or Super yes. Nintendo. Oh, yeah. yeah, Star <laughs> Fox from 64. Yes, or yeah, from Super Nintendo. Yeah. So just the huge polygons, but it's hilarious writing, and I'm having a blast with it. Uh, but of course, other things have come up, so I've kind of stepped away from that uh, and played Stitchy, Stitchy in Toki Trouble. Hmm. Uh, did a review on that game um and put it up on our site and actually i also have a a video on the say no more game as well but uh if it's not out yet it's going to be uh justin controls the you know keys for that stuff (laughs) but stitchy and in toki trouble is basically a donkey kong country or uh um crash bandicoot type game uh 3d type game it's a lot of collecting uh, a lot of it has some kind of the stars remind me kind of a mobile gameish type thing too. Um, but you get through the game, and I actually had a lot of fun getting through the first world. There's like three worlds and nine levels per world, plus a, a hidden world. Uh, excuse me, a, a hidden level and a boss level. So like eleven levels total on each of these worlds. Uh, right now, it's only showing three worlds. I wouldn't be surprised if a hidden world came up or something. But it's actually been ramping up pretty good to where it's not it's like i think anybody can jump into it even kids for trying a, a game like a donkey kong or a crash bandicoot game for the first time this would be good for them uh but it does ramp up too to where they might have some difficulty and, and you know mom and dad may have to come in and help them towards the end um but i've been having a blast with it marty you said you had some comment about it too
1: yeah i I thought this kind of looked like Donkey Kong Country, the ripoff.
0: <laughs> well, isn't I mean, that a, a, it, a it, lot of indie games doing that, though? Like,
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, you, don't, you, you, don't,
0: like, you don't think it's uh, more of a tribute that you're thinking more of a ripoff?
1: Know, let me tell you another issue that I had with it. I watched the trailer for this game because I was a little interested. Watch the trailer for this game on Nintendo's own, own you know, channel. And tell me when the music hits, like, because in the front, he's like a gray scarecrow and he Mm -hmm. comes to life. The music, when he comes to life, tell me that that's not ripped straight from a Mario game. It's real close, like spooky close.
0: So you don't want to try it because... You think they're ripping off Nintendo?
1: I just no. It's I, I just think that, <laughs> I think that it looks. I mean, like there's some levels of it that look like they're almost lifted directly from yeah. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Okay. I like, even like I was looking at it as, like even the textures. I was like, I feel like I've seen that before. Uh, it I does think,
0: look you know, like I a lot of I those type of games that
1: concept before, like the same concept for the level, like. There's a there's a level in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze where a sea monster attacks you, right? There's a level in Stitchy where a sea monster attacks you.
0: Yeah, I just fought the, vice, the boss that was a sea monster. In, yeah, in the video like, I did for it. There's
1: minecart levels, and it's like
0: there is a minecart. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is almost like it's Donkey Kong Country without being Donkey
0: They Kong. called it out in there. They said this is paying homage to those games they like. Okay, the, the well, Donkey I mean, Kong and the homo- Crash Bandicoot. Bend, great. I mean, yep.
1: that's fine. Uh, where I would have an issue with it is if it was, you know, there'd been nothing said and it's kind of like, Oh yeah. Oh, we didn't never really know it was that similar.
0: (laughs) No, they called it out in the description. They definitely call it out in the description of it. Okay. So, but I, and I understand too, if you play a lot of these, especially if you played crash bandicoot four, you may get burnt out by this type of thing. You may not want to play another one of these. You may want to wait for the next thing. So, but if you don't like me, I don't, jump into those type of games. I did it because it looked interesting and yeah, and
1: I, mean, I wanted I get, to do
0: a review like, of it. So I
1: play a ton of platformers, so yeah. they all kind of start blending together. I'll be honest about that. Yeah, I mean
0: Yeah, you could like get first burnt first, out.
1: Like seeing the video, I was like, this is just Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, or it's the first, crow. So Stitchy in Tuki Trouble is the game again that I was talking about. So um and if you're, if you are into the Donkey Kong and Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot type games, then give this, check this out. But it goes to the point you mentioned earlier, Marty, that I wish more and more companies would do demos. Yeah. If, even if they gave you the ability to play like three levels, you know, the first three levels and then, you know, stop it and say, okay, are you interested and you want to buy it? I think that would be great. More and more companies need to do that. So then you can just keep, keep continuing on. And then that way they get more people to try their game and then, you know, that kind of thing. So, but anyways, yeah, again, Stitchy and Tookie Trouble uh, or Tookie Trouble. If the video's not out already, I think it'll be out within the next day or two uh, that I did about that. So you can check out my uh, Let's Play of that and first look of it. Again, I mentioned I played Pac-Man 99 with using that uh, binbach controller. Uh, the D-pad worked out great for it. I am going to try the Nano next, uh, thanks to David's recommendation there. Uh, played some more 1-2 Switch this week with my son, actually, earlier today. And I have to say that I know I mentioned last week, and a lot of people are kind of like, aha, 1-2 Switch, aha, whatever. <laughs> it's a great game to play with your kids. We, were, we are having a blast. It's new to him. He's having a lot of fun with it. And he keeps asking me, hey, can we play that again? And I'm like, "Sure, let's go, let's play." You know they all they seem simple and silly to us you know older gamers, but to the kids, they're having a blast with it. So I would say pick that up if you can find it. I was able to find it for forty bucks. It's still you know still people want it, so because people want it, it's still going to resell higher. Uh, so if you can find a copy, pick it up and play with you know kids, uh, your kids, your nieces, nephews, or even at a party. It's silly enough to do it at a party, simple enough to do it at a party. They have a uh, party mode, in fact. I haven't been able to try that yet, but um, maybe I can report on it next time to see how that works out. So, uh, again, give that a try. Uh, One, two, switch. Uh, SNES Wild Guns, again, I
2: <laughs> played that originally. How long ago did we try that, Jesse, when it first came out? I don't remember how long ago, but it was when it was new to the system, we, we played it. We played it because we, we tried the Puyo Puyo we game. Doing. We were doing Puyo Puyo Tetris,
0: and then we we tried out Wild Guns just for the heck of it. But yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. I, uh, but because of monthly mayhem that we got going on, which is our monthly thing that the Dads After Dark guys throw together for us, and this, this month they've been doing uh, challenges in the community for us to play each other uh using the NES games and the super NES games, uh either cooperative versus or by yourself. So today was a cooperative game with Ibacell where we played uh um uh, a Wild Guns game and we had to stop because we didn't have a time limit, we had to stop and look up the controls because it was frustrating us. We didn't know what we were doing with the controls of this game and we it doesn't tell you anything in the settings It tells you what each button does, but it doesn't explain any more in depth other than B is to jump. Y is to shoot. And A is to, um, some other third thing. Can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, I don't know was X, sorry, excuse me. X is the bomb. So you can throw a, a bomb there. So anyways, that we found out that you can hold down the Y to shoot You tap the Y to throw your lasso. You tap B once to jump. Tap it while you're in the air again to double jump. And while you're holding the shoot button, you can press the B button to dodge and roll out of the way of gunfire. Those things, Jesse, if we would have known those at the time we were playing, I think we would have done a lot better than what we did. Uh, So... (laughs) So I'm kind of curious of how it plays out once getting more familiar with the controls and stuff. But it's still pretty it's still a pretty tough game. Uh, But knowing that, definitely, if you're gonna try that game again, look up the controls and try it again. Maybe you'll be surprised and like like that game, the SNES Wild Guns. And last but not least, I finally got to try out last night Aerial Knight's Never Yield game, the demo. And man, I'm having a blast with it, just getting, getting used to the controls, understanding how it, it plays. And the music is phenomenal. I even went out on Twitter asking Ariel Knight to, if he were, if he was going to release the soundtrack somewhere so we, so I could listen to it at work or something. Uh, but yeah, that game, uh, that game I'm having a blast, and I can't wait till or for it to come out reminds me of bit trip runner is that kind of similar gameplay to that? I actually didn't pay play bit trip bit bit trip runner I didn't play that game I think i I think if it's a runner then I don't want to call it a runner because I know that one of our guys in the community got yelled at by ariel Knight saying it's not a runner. <laughs>
2: bit trip runner is a a constant runner you can't stop where you've got to to jump slide right and do other things in you know to avoid obstacles but it also does it in beat to the song yeah yep so this isn't in beat with the song uh, but uh, yeah that's right i remember
0: as you mentioned that i do remember that some about bit trip runner but uh Again, the soundtrack is really cool, but this is a demo, so who knows what might change by the time he does release the game in mid-May, I think it was. Um, There may be some changes, and I know, Marty, you were hoping for some changes because you played it as well. Yeah, so... I can just drop it off to you from here because that's the last thing I played.
1: Yeah, um, I love this game. I I love the aesthetic, and I love the music. Uh, What I noticed, though, was uh, a lack of sound effects, and I thought that that was kind of like... I didn't notice it in the trailer, I guess, because like people were talking over it. But there's there's stuff in this game like explosions and bursting through windows, running through doors, even jumping. You know, that I felt like like maybe we're going to have a soundtrack like or like maybe one of two things happen. Either the sound effects weren't ready yet and we're going to have those added in later. Or maybe it's just so it doesn't take away from the soundtrack that is so good. Uh but either way, like even if it never gets sound effects, I think this is this is an easy pickup for me. Um mm. I like I know that he doesn't want com- compared to things because I know there is a narrative to this game, which I appreciate. Uh, but like Cannibalt, I loved back on iOS. I thought that was great. Bit trip runner, uh, I love. And so I'm totally in for this game. Like I Uh, And I I think that it's got the right amount of flow and difficulty, Um, at least in the demo, like it was like there was good flow, but there was times where it would slow down and it would allow me to take a minute to make the decision I need. Yes. I also really, really love the idea that all the game's moves are mapped to directions on the D-pad.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought that was really uh, cool. Even though and, and it took me if, a moment to figure that out, I just realized what, yeah, what was going on think, the screen. I
1: mean, once you get it, it, it kind of uh, the way it flows together is is really cool. And like by the end, I was noticing, you know, there's little cues on screen before you even get to an obstacle that are warning you, hey, you know, the color red is associated with up yes. on the directional pad. So you see these little sparks of red. And it's warning you, hey, you're going to need to press up here in a minute. But uh, again, great aesthetic, killer soundtrack. I I can't wait for this game. So how long is the demo? Three levels, uh, which is actually pretty meaty if you die a lot. Mm-hmm. Like what I did. <laughs> it and counts. I say it counts like,
0: those deaths too. You mm-hmm.
1: play you play level one, uh, two, and then five. You skip forward a little bit in the story, and there's not really anything given, but it's like the main character is like kind of normal. He has a prosthetic leg and then boom, level five happens and he's wearing a gas mask and his eyes are glowing and all mm. kinds of, I don't know what's going on there.
0: <laughs>
1: so, but it's obvious, like you could tell the story, you can kind of infer the story through what's going on. You're escaping something. You're running away because of something. And the first couple levels are getting out of this facility and then, in level five you are in the city that's like neon and like dystopian everywhere it's it's pretty cool and
0: that's what i think everybody's got to remember it, it is a in it, yeah it is based in uh, detroit which is really cool again uh, somebody who made it from detroit um and got the lead music uh, person from detroit as well even though they worked with people around the world on the Music. They the lead music musician on it w- is also from Detroit, which is really cool. Of course, I yeah. have to support that. Yeah. But again, it's a demo. What I was trying to get at. So hopefully, there are these things that uh, he hears about and he's probably going to fix. Or and, he, and Tim, you, know, you can
1: you can back me up on this. Uh They only one music track throughout the demo, at least that I that I noticed.
0: Yeah, as far as I, I noticed, I only played them. the first level though. So
1: it kind of repeats through the whole thing. It's it's a longer so. It yeah. didn't really bother me because, again, I was telling uh, folks earlier, like you know, I'm I'm into you know hip hop, chill hop, you know that kind of thing right now, lo-fi stuff. So that doesn't really bother me if it's kind of repetitive. But this, I I, I want to see more May nineteenth. I'm this is day one. Yes. Mm. Uh, also this week, uh, I've been playing the Chris Tales demo. I kind of mentioned that before, uh, and I also played the R Type Final Two uh, demo. And um, I got a demo
3: for that. Yes, yes.
1: it is oh. out. Let's you play the first stage. <laughs> uh, Break and out the switch and download it. <laughs> it's really cool. Like um, I've never played a, a shooter that actually had a story that allowed you to respond and make decisions. Before. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know that I'll pick this up. Probably if it goes on like, what? like for full. I don't know if I'll pick it up for full price. I will probably pick it up like when it goes on discount
3: i have it pre-ordered i didn't know okay
1: it. all right <laughs> i mean hey it's just i'm who knows I might. um uh, what i find though is that like a lot of, of retro games like this and i, I mean I like castlevania retro collection konami uh contra retro collection stuff like that like i download and i'm all excited about it, and i play a couple levels and i'm like hey <laughs> eh. you know I'll, I'll get back to it and then something else comes along that's yeah, what i'm afraid yeah. is going to happen with this game uh, the other game that I downloaded that I'm super, super excited about is Fez. Uh, I picked Fez up back on the Xbox 360 when it first came out and got about, you know, 25% into it and lost my way. And another, again, tidal wave of games came out at that time. And I never finished it. And I thought this was one of those games. Uh, as John Blanco reminded me, I said, would never come to the Switch. And he, as soon as the direct was over, tweeted me, he was like, well, look what's wrong or something like that. I'm happy to be wrong on this one. I thought this was a game that would never, ever happen on Nintendo Switch or anything else ever again. But I'm glad it's here, and uh, I can't wait to play it. This is also a game my son picked up as well. He got he got some birthday money. Uh, last week was his birthday, and so he... Uh, he's he's basically spent all of his birthday money now on video games. I'm like, good boy. Uh, he, he bought he bought these two games. He bought uh, Fez and he bought um the There Is No Game. Uh, and he bought a bunch of V Bucks too for Fortnite. And uh, Fortnite. Yeah. I'm I'm being in it too, man. I but but anyway, he, he is he told me this afternoon, he's like, I, I bought Fez too, but I can't play that yet because I'm too far into there is there is no game. He's like, I'm, mm. I'm sucked in. So I was like, well, yeah, you need to think about Fizz. So like, you need to wait until you're ready yeah. to devote some time to that game.
2: Yeah, that, the, are, the, the are, other are game isn't f- all that long. He'll probably have it done in a week. Then it'll be Fizz time.
1: He'll have it done this weekend. Yeah, He's already on Chapter 4. Are
2: you playing Fortnite on your charters.
3: Switch?
1: I do. Yeah, I play Fortnite on Switch.
3: Is Have you downloaded the improvement, like the performance yeah. improvement? Is yeah. it, is it, uh, is it noticeable?
1: Yeah, uh, one of the bit, most noticeable things is that updates don't take forever in a year to download anymore. Right. Uh the mm-hmm. other th- and it decreased the file size on the Switch. The other thing is like I feel like I'm getting into games much faster and there's much less stutter and okay. like graininess. If it, it does feel like there was a graphical improvement. Okay. So, I'm excited about like the problem with with me on Fortnite is this is that I had my account logged in on my on a, on an Xbox One mm-hmm. and it got hacked. And oh. now Xbox One, like they won't let me back on the Xbox One. Or they won't even let me link it back to my Xbox gamer tag. So now I'm playing it on Switch. But then uh, on PlayStation, I had it on PlayStation 4, and somehow it got linked to my email but like with a different gamer like my PSN gamer tag and now it won't let that link either I've got a Mm. PS5 and can't play Fortnite on it like I've got all Mm. these skins and all this stuff and it will not they're like contact Epic Games and I'm like when I got hacked I went I went two months contacting Epic Games and they were like basically at the end they're like you'll just have to sign in I'm like sign into what? Right. like you know like it's locked out can you like you can't tell me you can't flip a switch or check a checkbox and let me back in Sorry, that's so. I just play it on Switch, and that's fine because that's what I normally have with me. I'm not lugging my PS5 everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, so Fortnite on Switch is fine for me. Uh, but that's what I've been playing. Um, looking forward to digging into some more Fez this weekend and some There Is No Game as well. That's that's the game that I wanted to play with my wife, like, because she loves escape rooms, and I feel like it's just a, it's just a game version of an escape room. So, I keep saying we'll wait and play it when we can sit down together and get into it. So, Jesse, what have you been playing? Round us out here.
2: Okay, so the first game I picked up, uh, it was a game that I think it released yesterday called Park Inc. It's like $3. It's one of those stupid little things you've seen on mobile where you have a bunch of cars and buses in a parking lot and you need to get them out in the right order without hitting things. And it, it, I think this literally came out of a mobile version and then ported to the switch. Cause you, you earn coins when you complete the stage, but there's nothing to spend the coins on because, you know, <laughs> cause it's not going to give you ads. Like if like a mobile game would, and it doesn't have any add ons you can buy or like additional car models or backgrounds, like the normal thing you think you think you see in the mobile game. Um, so it's pretty meaningless and brain-dead game and not worth, uh, you know, don't, don't buy this. It was only three bucks. If it was any more, I wouldn't have bought it. But here's the funny thing. Okay, it it another reason why it was mobile game ported over, it's touchscreen only. You cannot, as soon as you launch the game, all the controllers will disconnect from it. Oh. The only thing you can hit with attached controllers is hit the home button. Nothing yeah. else works. Which also means there's no way to save. So, like, I was able to get, like, to, like, level 100, 50, 170, something around there. You know, by putting it into sleep mode and then done and then coming back to it. But then when I quit to launch the next game I want to talk about, when I'm done with that, it went back into the original game and it says, oh, here's level one. Here's how you play. Like, delete. I know we don't delete games off my Switch. This is the game I deleted off my Switch. But the funny thing is, there's a game called Parking on iOS. That's a completely different game, so I don't even know what huh. what the genealogy of this game is. Yeah, but it's just weird. Okay, the other game out I, I played on Switch today, the Picross S6 has a demo. It gives you, I think, three stages of normal Picross, three stages of Mega Picross, one color Picross, four parts of the. I forget what they call it, but we when you like the big puzzle is made up of smaller puzzles, so you you can do four of the smaller puzzles, and then there's it gives you one of the large thirty by thirties. That was it. I played through everything that the game will let me play through. It took me fifty minutes to play through the thirty by thirty, and so a total of about an hour and a half. I don't know if these. Completions will carry over into the game next week. I'll find out. Not, okay. No. Yeah, I was going about to ask that. Does it carry? No over? great loss <laughs> because you know, I'll do them again. Again, <laughs> yeah, it, it only took me an hour and a half. <laughs> Pit Cross S Six. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. We talked about say no more. I did finish it. I did it all in one setting. It took me about two hours total to play through it. It is funny. It's it's worth a play through. I also played a game on the Super Nintendo for uh, Mayhem. I don't even remember what I played. (laughs) I don't even want to look it up. It was again. It wasn't a very fun game. But uh, (laughs) must have been the Peacemakers. That was last week, or yeah, there's been some big
1: duds come out on there lately.
2: uh, He had three of us play it at the same time. And we get points for how far we can get, plus the person who gets the most points got the bonus. So I was the only one who beat the first stage. Did you play yeah. with Mecha Dragon? Was he in it? Was he, yes. says, he said Earth Defender. That's their Earth Defense Force? Yes. Yeah, That's probably that it.
0: Was it. Okay. He said out he out sucked at it. All the
1: games on Super <laughs> Nintendo, and you're going to put that one on there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, well, that's that's you know the, the mayhem guys they they pick that they pick yeah, the games.
2: Yeah, you know, the game gives you six weapons to choose from, and like the first three or four run run-throughs was trying different weapons to find out which one I liked the most, and the one that I think all of us, at least two of us, went with was a, a homing weapon. So I can just sit in the corner and fire, and it'll hit everything on the screen. Each individual shot is weak, but over the You know, some weapons you can't even aim. You can only shoot horizontally, which means you got to be the one moving around. Yeah. And so it's still faster to take out a target with 10 weak shots versus two well-placed, well-aimed shots that are impossible to aim. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Then the last thing I wanted to mention, last weekend when my son was over, he brought over Oculus Quest 2. And he had two games on it, uh, Beat Saber and Super Hot VR. And the first thing nice. I wanted to do is wonder if, can I log him out, log me in so I can play a new game? Or, And the answer to that is no. It's, it's like a 3DS. There is no way to log out. If you want to log someone else in, you have to factory reset that thing. Wow. <laughs> so okay. it's, it's meant for a single player. Anyway, so I, the super hot is, it's like the very, it was weird when, uh, when the first thing that came up was you're in a small room, which like, a, which looked like, like what my computer room would have looked like when I was 20 years old. You know, it's just a small little computer room shack and you, you look at your hands and one of them is just a robotic hand and one is you're holding a disc. So, okay, put the disc in the computer. And then he's, there's multiple monitors. One of them is broken. But you f- look at another monitor that's working, and it eventually it loads up. And then it says, put on the VR headset. I'm like, I'm wearing a VR headset. What's it talking about? <laughs> and my son, is he has it set up so it, what's, what I see is being streamed to his phone. So he sees what okay. I'm seeing. And he goes, look up. I look up, and there's a VR headset. So I grab it, put it on my head. And then it launches the game. Uh, but since I was playing his save state, it was somewhere later on in the game. So it didn't last really long. So you, you, it's, it's, Yeah, uh, you didn't get to warm up. <laughs> I think there's a version of this on the Switch. Yes, but, there's
0: the Switch version that you can play, obviously, not VR. They do have it on the PlayStation VR as well.
2: Yeah, so this is a game where if you're not moving, nothing else moves. So you can kind of look around and strategize. And then, if if you want to advance time but not physically move, you know, move your hands around and that'll work. So the, the game starts off with one person running you, so you have to make a fist and punch them. And then you see three other people out of range with guns, so you just get, as you dodge the bullets. And then you are put next to one of the three guys. You punch one out, take his gun, then he can shoot the other two. And then it brought me into a new level. Like, it's like a pool hall. So I'm on one, one end of a, of a billiard table with balls. People are all around the table with guns aiming at me. I'm trying to dodge the shots while picking up billi- billiard balls and tossing them at them. And I didn't, that's as <laughs> far as I got. I didn't survive that level. So I don't know where in the game that is, but, uh, I wasn't able to start from the beginning. Yeah. Then the beat saber. It's, it's a, I don't, it's a. I don't know if you've played this or heard of it, but it's basically a rhythm game. So think Guitar Hero, Rock Band. And it's, it's got the it's notes coming on a track with four lanes, but these lanes are in 3D space, so not only are they in four lanes horizontally, they can be in any one of three positions high. And you're holding yeah. what looks like lightsabers. One's red, one's blue, depending on which hand you're holding. And... So you have to, as the boxes approach you in, th- in th- you know, 3D space, you have to slash the, the square with the right colored saber in the designated direction. And it, it's challenging at first to figure out what the, how the, what they want you to do it, but once you get into the rhythm, it's, it makes sense. They'll have you purposely swing down, and then the next note for that color will be an upswing. So it is a rhythm to it. And my my other son, my other, my daughter said that when I took a picture of my son playing it, it looks like he was just kind of flailing. (laughs) Yeah. But because, you know, if you're actually playing in a drum, you, there's a a finite two dimensional area that has a stopping point that, that you can't go past that. So it, every strike is intent it looks like it has intent but in beat saber each the target is a th- is in 3d space so there's a lot of volume that you, that can count as a hit so you yeah. don't have to be as precise and exact so it does look like you're just kind of like wobbling your arms around but if you're actually looking at the gameplay instead of looking at the person playing it it makes a lot more sense
0: right
2: so yeah. i i played the uh I didn't play any of the games that came with it. I played some of the, the DLC packs he bought. Uh, one with a uh, believer that Nintendo used in the big Switch reveal. Yeah, <laughs> mm. uh, I, I, it took me like three, three or four runs through it, but it did beat the song on normal. And apparently, the f- one one run, I only made one mistake, and my son noticed it at the mo- time I made the mistake. He says, you had like a streak of 150 going on there. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was fun. I'd like, to, it's got me wanting to look into VR. I don't know if I want to go with Oculus or something a little bit more powered. It would probably require me to play it connected to a computer, but I don't have room here. I'd want to use my spare room, which means I'd probably have to get a, another computer for that room just to play games on VR on it. But. Right. And. A lot of the games I wouldn't want, you know, aren't aren't, aren't, aren't me games. They're shooter games or weird games. So I'd have to, to look to, to see other games I will play and what type of hardware I want to look into. Nice. But Yeah, I, I, I've had a taste and I like it. And <laughs> I'm wanting more.
0: Nice.
2: And it didn't <laughs> make you feel weird is a, a shocking thing. No. It um, there, it, it, I didn't play with my glasses on. I normally have good glasses. Cl- Close vision. I need the glasses to see things more than a few feet farther. away. Yeah. Um. So, like playing playing a game like Beat Saber where I don't have to read small text and you have large objects. I was able to play that without a problem. Things okay. that required me to do some reading was a little blurry. So I probably should play those with glasses on. And they do have like a spacer that I can that you can put in okay. the headset to yeah. give more depth between your face and the and the lens so you can have a pair of glasses on and not hit things that shouldn't be hit. Okay. Awesome. I'll be looking more into those.
1: Well, guys, that is what we've been playing, so let's turn on the community spotlight for just a few minutes. (laughs) So, David, you are better known across the Internet as Gaming Dad, and uh, you've got uh, quite a good thing going on uh, over on your channel and your stream there. So why don't you tell people uh, who've been listening, where can they find you? How can they check in on your work? Tell us what you've been up to lately. Basically, just use this next time to promote the heck out of yourself. Oh, man.
3: Thank you. I I appreciate it. Um, You can find me on uh, if you're. Just log into YouTube and you type in gaming dad. I am the first one there. Um, we do a live, um, news show every Monday night called This Week in Gaming. Um, every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come on out and hang out. I give out a free Nintendo eShop card every episode. Wow. I've, 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 been able to keep it up. You know, just from the support. I have a really great community. You know, we small, but man, they, they are committed. And through there, you know, saying this support of the channel, man, has allowed me for well over a year now. My um, fact, not a year in July, you know, I was able to, able to give out something free. This week, we're giving out a, a free three months pass to Xbox Game Pass. So come on out. The only way the only way you can come in and join is about just coming in to say, hey, you don't you know, gotta stay long. You know, I just come in, chit chat for a little bit, and get out. But you know what? We uh, I put everybody into this wheel, and we pick them out and. If they don't, um, they don't win. They, you know, they gotta get out of there. So I uh, made
0: it in the top ten twice, but twice. I haven't been... <laughs> oh, oh, you haven't won yet. You look, haven't won worry. yet.
3: Your time is coming, Tim. Listen, it has to happen. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's every every Monday night, man. So you can follow me on, um, YouTube at Gaming Dad. Now you also can follow me on Instagram at Gaming Dad Three. I'm also on Twitter at Gaming Underscore Dad Three, and um, that, that's really about it, man. Um. I got a funny story how I got into YouTubing because I wasn't, you know, this wasn't going to happen. But um now the Nintendo Switch Lite came out on September 20th. Now, September the 10th, I'm in Walmart getting my oil change. I go back there and lo and behold, there's one yellow Nintendo Switch Lite. And I know, I'm a gamer, you like it's early. So I asked the lady, say, hey, you know what, are y'all selling that? She said, yeah. She went over there, rang up, cashed out. I went out to the parking lot and I posted a couple um, pictures on Twitter. So, you know, at this time, you know, I'm a, I'm a consumer of YouTube videos. So I'm reaching out. I'm saying, Hey, you know what? You know, I, I said, I went to, first of all, I went to player essence. I said, Hey, man, I got the Nintendo Switch Lite. He dissed me. He was like, man, no, you didn't. No, you didn't get out of there. <laughs> I went to, I went to, to Obi Wan. I was like, man, I got the Nintendo Switch light earlier. He said, You're lying. Get out get off my string. Get I mean, this really just dissed me. And so I sent pictures to SpawnWave. And then Spawnwave ran with it. He put me out, put my Twitter stuff out there and everything. And then from there, a friend of mine was like, they used to do an unboxing. And I did an unboxing. And before you know it, it was like eighty thousand views. It's like, what? And Wait. so I kept getting these requests, like, hey man, can you play this game on it? Can you play this game on it? So I became like this uh um what you call a blockbuster of <laughs> just playing games on my Nintendo Switch Lite. And I let my children play Fortnite on it. Oh man, it just, it was like a 200,000 views. And from there, it just evolved. And so, um, I kind of wanted to switch directions. So, by probably about a year after that, I kind of just started doing the gaming stuff. And, um, so I still do like videos for my, on the Nintendo Switch Lite, but I primary, this is like the, the show is what I really, really love. Cause I love the community. I have a, I ain't gonna lie to you. I have a great, nice, chill, non toxic community. Them guys, they they just they just come in, man, and just show love. And that, that's to me, that's that's my spirit. And I, I'm glad that that comes off into the chat. So I have a great time, no matter if I got two people in, in there or I got uh, you know thirty people in there. Yeah,
0: when I've like- come to join in, everybody is just like very welcoming and everything like that. And I just, you know, it's like about a, a couple months ago when I popped in and. And even you, David, were very welcoming and all that. And just like, hey Tim, how's it going? Or if if I had my Neo Prime name on it, you know, just
3: yeah, like hey Neo. Oh, so oh Tim, so you Neo Prime. I'm yeah, Neo Prime, God, yes.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man, it's great. You know, you you meet so many different people, but you know what? Yep. Like I just know them by their by name. So huh? That's good to good to meet you, Neo Prime. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, and it. that's that's part of being, you know, coming to see that. And that's kind of like with our community too. We have a really good community that's come together, knit tight. But anybody new comes in, you know, they they open with open arms, they welcome them and stuff like that. And it's the same with your community, which is really cool. And yeah, this uh,
1: community has been uh, here for me in some really difficult times, and uh, for all of us in difficult times, reached yeah. out and uh, done stuff behind the scenes and talked behind the scenes. Like I. I was not prior to getting on this, this show, you know, I, I never had had that internet community that I called my home, you know, mm-hmm. but this, this has really become that for me. Like, I don't know what I would do without, you know, our discord and server and the people in there. And it's, I mean, like, you, like we've never met, like we've never met in person. I don't know Tim in person. I don't know Jesse in person. I don't know Justin. Personally, I've n- literally never met them in my in my life. But I would consider them some of my, my best friends mm-hmm. because you know we do this show together every week, and yeah, it's I mean, like you know we get it, it's cool to to have the community and people watching us and the views and all that stuff, or people send us demos or send us codes or whatever. That's great, but ultimately, what it comes down to is this gives me an outlet every week.
3: Yeah, that's right, right.
1: to 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 talk about the thing I love.
0: It's like therapy. Yes. Yes. It's like therapy. Yeah. That's that's,
3: how I look at it the same way.
0: That's the way I was talking about at the beginning of the show is like, this is what, you know, when we do the intro, I'm always saying, you know, this is, this is the start of my weekend. This is uh, being able to hang out with these guys, talk about games. Cause like Marty was talking about, he tries to talk games with anybody else other than his kids Uh with his wife, you know, he gets shot down. And, you know, I mentioned a few things and although I do have, my kids are gamers and my wife plays a little bit too it's not the same level though. Like the same level, yeah. you know, so like with these guys I can talk about certain games that I can't necessarily talk about them. So yeah, it's it's definitely really cool to be able to do this kind of stuff and then to be able to have that connection with everybody else, like you, David, be able to go out and go to your show and watch it and have that connection with games and be able to talk to you about games as well, from your perspective, you know, it was just awesome as well. So you know what? Listen, I, I, I'm
3: glad that now I can consider myself a part of the Nintendo Dad community. Cause right. I, I would definitely be back to watch you guys. Stream. Cause I was like, I, could I didn't even know. It's like, you know what? Until like, like Tim reached out to me and I was like, man, yeah, of course. And then I went to do a research and then I started, I, I'm going to tell another small story. I, I do this a lot, but I, um, I do an, I have another job. I, I do, I work two jobs. My other job is that I supervise children who are in foster care. So when the state comes in and, and for whatever reason, takes that child from that parent, the state mandates that that parent has a weekly visit with that child. So I'm the guy who goes and picks up that child, takes them to the parent and then supervise that visitation. So I'm constantly driving. If you ever been to Georgia, man, nothing's close. You know, at every, you know, a, a half an hour drive is close, you know, um, so I'm always driving. So I can now like, this weekend I cut on your guys' podcast and that's what I did. I just listened to the podcast and rode and drove and I think it's wonderful. So uh you're definitely you definitely have a subscriber in me and I definitely will be back. I hope pray one day y'all welcome me back. I, I oh, absolutely. totally wholly enjoy my time here.
1: Absolutely. Totally Man, I, I love what you're saying about foster care there. Um my sister in law currently has three children who are fosters. Mm. And uh her best friend is a good friend of ours. As a foster parent too, so that's very near to our family, uh, and uh, so that's awesome that you do that. Um, that's that's really cool. Uh, and so go, y'all, listen. If you're listening to the show, it is mandatory viewing that you go check <laughs> out Gaming Dad this come coming on, Monday night at and, nine Eastern. Uh, that's uh, that's daylight savings time nine right. nine Eastern. Y'all go over there and show him some love. Go find him on Twitter. Check him out. Yes. Uh, and man, such a cool story about you and the Nintendo Switch Lite. That made,
3: <laughs> listen, I, mean, I, I was telling you, listen, I was lucky. My wife's like, so what you going to do now? They keep asking all these questions. I said, well, I guess I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And so that's fantastic. There, I'm, I'm here.
1: We kind of oh, had a, a similar experience with the uh, Nintendo, uh, the GameCube controller, yeah. the wireless GameCube controller. That, oh, the, the Wave Boy. No, no, the one that they put out for Switch. Okay, okay Like okay. when Smash was first coming out, you know, oh, they put out it, the wireless you. GameCube controllers. We got a we got one of those. They were like, do you want to review this? And we are like, yeah. Well, nobody else had one. And so mm-hmm. our video hit and blew up, like, you know, 90,000, 100,000 views. I was like, I'm just doing this. Like, I'm filming it on my iPhone, <laughs> you know, standing in front of my fireplace in my house. Like, let me show you how it works, you know. It, like, <laughs> it's it's janky as all get out, but people watch it, man. And like, you know, when you're able to, to get a a, a exclusive thing like that every now and then, you know, it's really a cool feeling uh, to be able to do that. But, but ultimately what it comes back to, I think in your case, in our case is it connects you to people, yeah. you know, and you giving away uh, stuff every Monday and stuff that, that, that pulls me back to that comment you had earlier in the show about, you know, wanting to serve people, wanting to, Uh, you know, like Iwata understood what it meant to serve people. And I see that in you. And so, uh, I'm telling our listeners, you go check out gaming dad. That's gaming dad on YouTube. It's gaming dad three on Instagram and gaming underscore dad three on Twitter. That's right. Y'all go blow Uh, him up. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you. man. Yeah. So, uh, let's get into some questions right here. Uh, and we're going to throw, uh, these just out there and anybody, just grab hold and answer. We're going to kind of do these uh, speed round, oh. all right? Because uh, we've got quite a few, and uh, we're getting a little long on time here. Mecha Dragon One Hundred and One, one of our most faithful listeners, dude. I, I love Mecha Dragon. He's got a question every week. It's so good. He says, uh, "I'm going to. I'm just going to kind of boil it down to his question, all right? Because he says because of the indie showcase yesterday, he wants to know what makes or what do we consider." or classify as an indie game? Like, what makes a game truly an indie game? How far does a company or a game studio have to go to basically not be considered an indie game anymore? All right? Why? And he gives this example. He said, despite being one of gaming's top-selling games, people, some people still consider Minecraft an indie game.
2: Yeah, Minecraft stopped being indie as soon as Microsoft oh. bought it.
1: Oh, right. well, exactly. Then maybe there's the line, right? It, well, here's kind of...
2: Here's my thoughts. If a publisher is paying for the development of a game, not indie. Agreed. If, 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 if one or a small group of people are making it out of their goodness of their heart, e- even if a bigger publisher publishes it later, that's indie Yeah. because, you know, it, it's, they may have funded it post development or, Partially in the middle of so, development, but it wasn't so, the main. Let, let, let's do an example here. Minecraft is
1: not an indie game anymore because Microsoft bought it, basically. Right. Um,
2: Mojang uh, is still Mojang, but yeah. it's funded by Microsoft. Let,
1: let's go. Let's go back to the indie showcase. Getsu Fumaden is not an indie game.
2: Well, again, th- that that depends because Konami's funding it. Konami's publishing it. Well. But we don't know if Konami paid for the development or if they bought. If they bought, developed it first and then came to If it was developed first and then they bought the rights to publish. Then, let's, that then let's
1: go one further. Undertale and Deltarune are still indie games, even though Nintendo has pushed them to the moon when right. Undertale released and when Deltarune released. And maybe there's some money there. We don't know. Because they sure did right. get invested. But he made Deltarune
0: those first. And then yeah, yeah, they, they, were, they
2: were they were so PC games. Indie. They were self published PC games first. So yeah, a, the Nintendo version is you know that port might be debatable depending on what how much what, what the funding was, but the original concept of the game is indie. Okay.
0: The All other right. one too, uh, the um, Cuphead. So they started off as indie, and then Microsoft bought the studio. Or those because so, yeah, so whatever. then
1: from here on, Cuphead 2, if when it eventually comes out, it's not an indie game anymore, right? right. Cuphead 1, indie game, Cuphead 2, non indie game,
3: right? Cuphead 2 is a first party
1: Xbox, yeah, oh, sure, sure, yes. yeah, that will eventually come to, uh,
2: and, and then <laughs>
0: even Ori, I don't think is, I uh, consider that as indie anymore, um, oh, yeah. Because that was started off as uh, indie, and again Microsoft took took ownership of that too. I don't know if you can consider Ori two.
2: Ori two, I'd probably say no. Yeah, the first one
0: they still showed it as as uh, indie game. They brought it in the indie direct when they uh, talked about that game coming to Switch. Yeah, so
2: yeah, definitely there's a a line. It depends on when the publisher got involved, but yeah, but. Games that are have that are have sequels that have firm publishers and the publisher is obviously funding it that those aren't indie anymore.
1: Okay. Well let me let me use that question to backpack into another question from Jesus Amada. He says this basically indies are good, but he feels like they're filler games. But he has had some indie games that he that made him play over and over and he's loved. So he asked this what are your favorite indie games that you have played? They don't have to be on the Switch, just any indie game that you thoroughly enjoyed and you wish it would get more attention. And he said on his end, he enjoyed SteamWorld Dig, the first one. Yes. Uh and he's he's purchased the game five times. Uh, but you know, Steamworld Dig is his first one. He says he loves more people were able to get into it with Steamworld Dig two. Uh, but what indie games that you wish were more in the spotlight?
3: My friend Pedro. Yes. <laughs> My friend. I <crazy laughs> love old. that game. That game is all right. Awesome. Nice. It's it's not too long. You know, maybe like six or seven hours. But man, that game. Crazy story. Crazy gameplay.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: That and Hollow Knight. Oh, man. Hollow Knight. So good.
0: Axiom but, Verge.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, man. Axiom Verge. A, See, I couldn't now, get into unless, that one did,
2: when I tried but uh, the, the this is not this is no game that was I played again I played it on PC and I liked it another PC game that I've mentioned on the show a number of times that uh, is Doki Doki Literature Club
3: yeah
2: if you haven't played that that's one to look to, to to check out just heed the warning at the start of the screen you're gonna think it's a joke but it's not
1: I'll tell you one that that. Oh, I came to mind and I like this was my game that I kind of fell into last year around the time the pandemic started and I played it like obsessively is one finger death punch two. Oh yeah.
0: I forgot about that one.
1: David, I don't know if you've heard of this game, but it is it's like death
0: punch two.
1: You're a stick man and you're in the center of the screen and the Y button makes you attack to the left. And the A God, button makes you one. attack and dodge to the right. And it's all timing based, it's all rhythm-based, but it is like freaking uh stick man um John Wick. Yes. I mean, <laughs> you just destroy armies of stick men and like stuff starts happening, like you start unlocking powers, and it's pretty soon like you're shooting tiger. Ice tiger heads out of your hand or cut people up with a chainsaw. It's all stick, but like in in the levels, I mean, like there's, there's like a progressive map system and all kinds of stuff. You go nine dollars on the eShop,
0: nine dollars on the eShop. If you're
1: into kung fu at all, like if you're into that type of thing, beating down folks and like it it punishes you because it's like it's not, it tells you from the very beginning game, it's not a button matcher. Right, you got to time your button presses, but it it does such a good job of slowly guiding you into that. That by the time you're get you get to the end of the game, you're fighting like waves of nine hundred enemies at a time.
0: Marty, I swear, at least once every show, you have me add something to my wish list or I <laughs> buy something.
1: No. <laughs> well,
0: there you go one finger you death punch too.
1: one yes. finger death punch
0: I, I put the too. link in our chat too if anybody else is interested it, in watching
1: live it is live. an unsung gem and it will y'all it will suck you in uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and like I know everybody hears this question and they think Marty is going to immediately say enter the gungeon yes enter the gungeon. <laughs> It is, the, it is the indie game for me. Seriously. Yes. Like, I cannot. It's four years in, and I cannot stop. I can't. So, I still again, pick it up during the month and play again. a few times. But I will say this. The unsung hero of roguelike shooters on the Nintendo Switch is Flint Hook.
0: Oh, it's yeah. that so Flint good. Hook game was
1: good. Bonnet Commando and Mega Man had a baby with roguelikes. There you go. Ooh dude, wind <laughs> hook is the bomb. Ooh, and, uh, and, uh, the Flint what? hook. Flint Flint. hook.
0: Flint. Yeah. it came out the first year and, uh, for this. Yeah.
1: So you're, you're basically a pirate who has this grappling hook that you got to use to grapple through all these roguelike rooms on these pirate ships that you, like you're going and taking down other pirates. Mm. Right. But once you take down those ships, it has level progression. So every time you play them, they're going to be different, but, Like, in the story beat, you've beaten that pirate. And so you're able to buy upgrades that help you get to the next one. And so, like, the journey to the boss of each level is different ships that change during the time. And, like, they'll have all kinds of different things. Like, this one has heavier enemies. Or this one has more treasure. Or this one has more shops. And you have to Mm. choose between them. But the whole time, like, there's unlockable upgrades that you can equip to that permanently alter, you know, how much power you have going into the game.
0: It is on sale for $9 right now, by the way. It's
1: just, it's chef's kiss. Flint Hook.
0: Flint Hook is on sale.
1: Yep, go buy it right now. Everybody, go.
0: (laughs) I have one more game too
1: that's not on the Switch. $20, $20. A, a, A $20 bill today gets you two of the best indie games on Switch. You get one finger death punch too, you get Flint Hook. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I just bought, I just bought an eShot car yesterday. There you yeah. go. Right, I'm good. I have one more that I wish would come to the switch. I'm hoping my luck with that will come, but uh, I'm not going to mention it tonight. I'm going to mention it on the dinner table tomorrow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he wants a, he wants a oh. reprise of his <laughs> Fez prediction.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah. Keep. I see what you do and drive people to do. <laughs> Draw me. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, Chris Logo asks this. Tim, this is your question. This is for you. Okay. Any news or updates on NHL 94 rewind coming to the Nintendo switch other than disappointment.
0: So any news? Yeah. So my uh, aunt who works at EA says that, uh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I wish I knew somebody I'm at not, EA. Look, I,
1: and Chris knows he, he gets us he gets on this all the time, but like, he just knows I'm not a huge sports fan. That's cool. Like, this one not being on Switch again, I, I said it before. It's a no-brainer.
0: Yes, yes. I've I've yelled about this before, and David, you and I talked about this before yep. about getting Madden, yep, and even NHL games on the Switch. And I've mentioned in the show before that why hasn't EA gone back? There's going to be plenty of people who would take that NHL '94 rewind formula <laughs> that they did specially, doing a Madden formula. With updated rosters on the go, on the switch, to me that would sell gangbusters. gangbusters. And yes, and it just I, it doesn't make sense to me that there's yeah. just money to grab out there on the table that they it's haven't almost done like yet. They,
3: It's almost like they don't want the money. It's like no way possible. It's like right. You know, that's like the easiest money grab. Period. Right. Exactly. It's I, like I don't. Oh, hopefully, I don't get we it.
0: Yeah, hopefully we might get that college that college football game. Yes. No, I'm yeah. yeah. And I'm, well, line, I'm still waiting for the show to come out on the Switch. They said it was supposed to. So yeah.
1: it well it just dropped on PS5. You never know. Uh the uh the, the Switch needs more sports games, bottom line. Yeah. It's got and they, that's a, a very thoroughly neglected genre. Uh I, I, Bruce Patterson, uh he asks us this, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one straight to you, David. Here it is. What are your thoughts on the pros and cons of having X Cloud on the Nintendo Switch online?
3: The pros is that you're just giving you giving uh, Nintendo Switch more options. You know, games that we typically would not get, nowhere else will be able to have. However, uh, it could eat into potential sales of other games. You know, I have, sometimes people just buy a Switch and they'll just buy XCloud. Why would you need to go out and buy these other games? There are definitely like a lot of these indie games will be get cannibalized because you know they're not as top tier. But you know if I'm playing Halo and I'm playing Master Chief Collection on a Go, I mean,
2: I mean, well, look, at least those I'll, games I'll, are still getting Microsoft money.
3: They're not getting money yeah. from the Switch, right? Looks like you know how hey, right. That's that's the question. Like you know, yeah, you're making money for for Microsoft, but how big of a cut is Nintendo getting? Mm. I think Nintendo. I don't think it's a good. I don't think having Game Pass, unless they they was to trickle it down to just first party Microsoft if they did that, that would be okay. So a more curated list of games. More curated list for Game Pass for the Switch. But if they go full blown, you know the only good thing about it is EA Play Is on Game Pass. So and then you, know, you get NHL That's how I get my football. <laughs> that's how I get
0: my Madden. You get everything. You get Fight Night. You get. I mean, you get it all. You know. That's how I've been playing my Madden is through the X Cloud through my phone. <laughs> right. So with the EA Play on it, so I've been able to get my fix that way. But I would rather be playing on my Switch. <laughs> do, you, do you have an Android or do you, do you play on Android? Android. Oh, man. Okay. And I have the Power A uh, Moga controller. I don't have it next to me, but I got the box. Mm. I have this one that came with the clip okay so and it's phenomenal. I love the controller it's been um uh, and the and the whole clip set up and all that kind of stuff that's how and, I've been playing some plays, of the xbox stuff and man plays well it played well for me. I was able to play a full game of football on it Where? it's the only problem is is on the on on my on my phone. The only yeah. problem is, is because six it's small inch screen small. Yes, yes it's small. small. That's why I would love to have it on the switch to be able right. to play. And that's why I'm saying with the whole, you know, if they did the
2: be a seven inch screen,
0: mad yeah. 94 <laughs> rewind, you know, I would take that on the smaller screen on the switch. But
1: you know. playing, uh, playing Halo on the six inch screen is probably not a, I mean, it's probably doable, but it, I bet it's not as fun. Right. Yeah. I agree. Hard to play.
0: I agree with David that curated though would make sense. Like do an Xbox or X cloud type X game pass type thing. uh, But curated for that would work well on the switch.
1: But if you think about it with all the studios that Microsoft owns now, uh, a curated list is not going to be that hard to put together. I mean, it doesn't have to be just first party. It could be if Microsoft owns a studio, here it is.
3: The only, only thing about it is like, Hey, you know, I, People like me who bought Doom, <laughs> like, I mean, why would I I'd be trading that bad boy in? Because, you know, I got a, a, a you know, quality but on, version. But on yeah. the other
1: hand, I think there that, but, but that I think
0: would, the
3: biggest draw would free
1: some people up, right? Like, like the Bethesda yeah, or, or idea, it would free them up. They wouldn't have to develop a switch version, right? It's, oh, it's going to be on xCloud. They could play it there.
0: But then that comes to the situation for you, Marty, and people like you. Where you would yep. not be able to play that game because you don't have the infrastructure to do that. But I,
1: but but mm. here's the thing, Tim. I, like I really feel like that that's the inevitable future, that's coming yeah. already. So well, if you get the e- Elon get Musk
0: satellite thing that
2: he's offering, you know where you get better internet <laughs> that way. It's
1: it. We could get on a waiting yeah. list, and I did. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see.
2: people in Discord this afternoon want was wanting to know to get a screenshot of your speedtest.net results. Me, yeah.
1: Huh. Okay.
2: <laughs> so I posted my, my, mine instead.
1: My zero point three uh, megabit per second upload speeds. Yes. Sure. That's yeah. Brutal. No. we don't have <laughs> we don't have broadband at my house. We have satellite.
3: Oh man! Right. Oh. And we
1: live we live a half mile from where it ends, and finally <sighs> they are bringing it to our house. We just don't oh. know when.
3: Yeah, we It in the same
1: situation. It could be year. 10 years from now. Who knows? But we'll see. Uh, one last question here. I love this one. This is from Andros. He, uh, he says, you've been approached by some infinitely wealthy investors to make a live-action Nintendo Dads movie. Who will direct it? <laughs> what genre will it be? What would the plot of the movie be? And who would play each of you? And here's what he says. Uh, here's what we're gonna do with this question. All right. We're gonna we're gonna put this question off till next week because it gives us time to think, because yeah, it adds that, that, this that extra that wrinkle. It. Here it is. So next week, guys, y'all are gonna come back with your best Nintendo Dads movie because he asks, I think each of you should pick an actor for someone else instead of yourself. <laughs> Maybe everyone has to agree on the actor or something. Has this been done before? So. that has been asked,
0: but not in this way. (laughs) That's what we're going to do.
1: We're just going to go around the, around the, my thing here. So I'm going to pick Jesse's actor. Jesse's going to pick Tim's. Tim, you're going to have to pick Justin's actor. Okay. Justin's going to have to pick me. Okay. All right. I'm I'm picking Tim's. You're picking Tim's. Tim's picking picking Justin's. Justin's picking me. I'm picking you. So oh, yeah. by I'm, next week we're going definitely... to have who will direct, what genre of the film will be, and what the plot will be. Oh yeah,
3: I'm definitely chiming in for this one.
1: From from each from each <laughs> person. All right, so I already know where I'm going with this, and it's it's not going to be it's going to be like a plane crash. Great question. Uh, <laughs> yes. It is a great question. <laughs>
3: I'm
1: I'm actually kind of scared. Um, if never mind, I'm not say it. Um, but anyway, uh, guys. That is episode 322 of Nintendo Dads. We'll come back to that fantastic question next week. And as we round out the show, we want to say a huge thanks to David Reed, Gaming Dad, for joining us on tonight's episode. Y'all, again, be sure to go check him out on Monday nights at 9 Eastern uh, on YouTube at Gaming Dad. Like you said, you type in Gaming Dad, it's the first thing that pops up. He has a weekly news show giving away stuff, just being a blessing to the community, spreading interactive,
0: somewhere. interactive yeah. news. So show. Y'all go check out.
1: Gaming there's, there's, there's his logo right there. I love that logo. Uh, y'all go check him out. Also hit him up on Twitter at gaming underscore dad three and Instagram at gaming dad three, man. Thank you, you know. so much for being on episode 322. Hey man, thank we you. Love
3: thank you man. I appreciate it. Had a great time today.
1: Awesome, and we will definitely, definitely have you back. This is this is not going to be the only time you're going to be here with the Nintendo Dad.
3: I don't don't worry if I'm if I'm not back on. I'm gonna I'm gonna troll every week.
1: All right, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, guys, as we round out the show here, we want to say huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, Antonio Contronio, and Christopher Waring. Thank you guys for backing us at the thirty dollar Patreon producer level, and thank you to each and every one of you who are part of our Patreon. Uh, from a dollar all the way up, you guys are just so good to us. It's such a blessing, and we thank you for being a part of our community, which now on YouTube is over uh, 5,300 strong. On YouTube, it's just growing by the week, and we thank you for that. Also, we're almost past a thousand followers on Twitch, and we want to say a huge thanks to our 15 Twitch subscribers who also get access to our discord community and activities by subbing uh or how do they do that tim they prime us on you
0: know, uh if they know. use their prime oh, yes they get yeah. it that way uh but there's tiers in the twitch subscriptions as well so even at t- tier level one they get right in so that's uh, 4.99 a month so they get right in at the uh the same level as the five dollar guys at uh patreon so this
1: shows you how like i'm so old
0: the, pa- the patreon people too if they're interested in switching over to following us on twitch can do it the same way and get Absolutely. the five dollar level too so i mean just we're always blessed by what they do there but uh, we had we believe in flexibility and you know yep. being able to move and, with you guys and so. speaking
1: of flexibility you, you know a few months ago we added the uh yearly option to patreon yes uh, support saves you a little bit of money if you want to back us at the $1, $5, $10 level. It's basically like getting a couple of months for free. Uh, yep. and so you can you get go 20% there and do that. that yeah. And uh, we would love to have you do that. You can check us out at our website, nintendodads.org. You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. We want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And remind you that sharing is caring. Go tell somebody about us. And all as always, go to your podcast app of choice. Leave us a five-star review with some written words telling us how awesome we are so everybody can see it. That just helps people find us. And that's really what we want. We just want more people to join in and be a part of what's going on here. So for me, for Jesse, for Tim, and for David Reed, Gaming Dad... Thanks for watching episode 322 or listening to episode 322. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Take you later, peeps.
3: Thank you for listening to Nintendo ads.
0: We sound like the I'm Nintendo dads all of a sudden.